Yeah, direct misfire, target many war games. Ben Summon Spoon are taking aim. Comment, like, and subscribe today, keeping you notified and up to date. Hello, welcome to Direct Misfire's next army book review. This week we're uh, reviewing the Undead Army, and today we have some special guests. So we've got Benson and myself. Hello. And we have uh, Vivian. Hello. And Hugh. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit of a group conference today. We, um, these two played Undead in the other game. Warhammer. <laughs> Yes, Warhammer. <laughs> and the game uh shall not be named. Yes, the other game. Now we play a much better game with <laughs> undead gribblies. Hmm. Yes. Uh you're f- both of you are fairly new to Kings of War. Very um, new. Had one or two games under your belts. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on about half a dozen, I think. And Vivian, what do you got? A couple man? Uh, one whole game. But you know, that's enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're experts right. now. Yeah. Alright, that'll be enough of that. We don't need to know your life story, so let's just get straight into it. Um, Now, we'll start off with the Undead Army's background. There's not much to say with these guys. Um, The book just goes through what necromancy is, what necromancers do. Um, Looks like it may have originated in Ophidia, which is in the deserts towards the southern end of Matica. and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the fluff doesn't make super interesting reading. Although, it is a lot more interesting if you replace the word vampire with Vivian. Oh, yeah. For example, <laughs> despite its many hideous drawbacks, Vivian exerts a lure equal to that of necromancy. <laughs> Vivians can be beautiful, terrible, and glorious. Above the concerns of humanity and powerful magicians in their own right. It's just like mm. the real Vivian. I, I approve of this message. The curse of Vivianism. Yes, it is a it is a curse with some blessings, but mostly curses. Hmm, good pick. All right, uh, so that's the fluff. <laughs> um, we'll get into the rules of this army. Uh, so obviously, alignment's evil, uh, and as a whole army rule, they have life leech one. So if a unit does wins in combat, they get one uh, damage one, one back. Damage back. Mm. Uh, you also have the option to upgrade some units to contain undead giant rats uh, in parentheses, or are they dogs? Question mark. What do you think uh, the go with that is? Why why are they why are they saying rats or dogs? Um, I th- don't know. I know there's a figure with a undead fellow with a dog on a leash that you can um, get through yeah. the magic store. I was thinking maybe they were you know putting direwolves in there, like giving them a bit of a use, because like, yeah. every vampire yeah, player has them, and they're not in the list. Um, Possible. But I don't know where, where rats comes from, I don't know, it's somebody's idea. Hmm, I don't know. Someone just put it in. Hmm. Anyway, that gives you an extra life loot, so you can go from one to two. Uh, so that's one of those magic items I know nothing about. Well, it's just a standard item, it's not actually a magic item, because you can take them on, like, uh, most of the units. Like an upgrade, yeah. like wizards giving them extra spells. How many points it, is that? Are we allowed ten. to talk about points? Ten, ten points. points. Typically right, 10 well, points, yeah. That's pretty solid for one extra life leads. Mm. If it's you not bad. Points. Depends on the unit, I guess. Like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. But it's good that you got the option. But like, there. even a cav getting three instead of two could make all the difference. Absolutely. Or a celery the cav. Anyway. 
Um, I feel like it's but not, better on not all the, of them can contain can take it. No, not all of it. Only only some of them. Um, generally, like the more creepy skeletony kind of things, rather than like say werewolves or whatever. Yeah. But I think it um, promotes you taking larger units because you know that way you might actually have some wounds on you to heal back, and you mm-hmm. might have enough attacks to get that healing up. While as if you're taking like troops and regiments of skellies or whatever, they're probably going to get like stomped get squished. before they get yep, squished. before they can use it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into the meat. Oh, they don't really have meat on this army list, do they? They're all bones. Uh, skeleton <laughs> Warriors. The first cab off the rank. Um, who wants to go through this? Yeah, I'll start off. So the Skeleton Warriors, these are your sword and board dudes. Uh, come in troop, regiment and horde. Uh, speed 5, melee 5. Uh, no ranged attack, defense 4. 10, 12 and 25 attacks. And then you've got, uh, oh, they're fearless with 12, 16, and 23 as the route values, and 75, 90, 150 points for the unit. And for that, your special rules are shambling, and you can take the upgrade of the giant rats or dogs for 10 points. Hmm. Cheap. <laughs> very, very cheap. Uh, they don't move all that great. Melee 5's not good. Defense is okay at 4. They're just an anvil unit. Yeah, like, from speed my, bumps. From my experience of one whole game, like I would probably never take them ever. Because mm-hmm. even their points cost, I look at them and I still think they're too expensive. To be perfectly honest, I kind of disagree. Like I think they're I think they're okay because if you compare them directly to say men at arms with a sword and shield, um, <sighs> you're looking at forty points less than a horde, twenty five less than a regiment, and fifteen less than a troop. So it's a significant amount less, mm. and they're effectively identical. Except they are melee five plus instead of four plus, so yes, they're worse at hitting. But then you're not expecting them to do that much damage anyway. No. And I'd argue that um, shambling is both a good and a bad thing. Mainly bad, but reasonably good. And they don't wave it really importantly. So like I'd say they're only very slightly worse than a standard man at arms, but they cost significantly less. So you know, all right. Mm. Sixty-five point speed bumps. Even pretty good. Yeah, like maybe as a speed bump, but as a horde. Well, defense like... four isn't the worst, and they don't waver, so you have to get a fair amount of damage onto them. Yeah, hell yeah! Like yeah. with an average roll of seven, you need to do sixteen wounds to get rid of them. You're gonna need a, a couple of units to get in there, because there's gonna be yeah. other stuff around that skeleton block. It's not just and gonna be the skeleton block yeah. sitting there. You got to remember, Viv, in your one game, you played against um, a very, very hitty army in Ben's like um, everything has crushing force. strength two, and everything flies and all that kind of rubbish. Yeah, yeah. So when you play against like normal other infantry units and stuff, they'll hold them up for days. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my, my poor skeletons in my first game, I had a horde of archers. It lasted like one turn. All he did was charge two characters into it. So I don't have much respect for hordes at the moment. Well, an archfiend and Basusu. Yeah. Into yeah. archers. Yeah, they'll pretty, pretty much tough. take out just about anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, magic items, would anyone put any magic items on mm. them or upgrade to the giant rats or dogs? If you got the points, I think the extra undead animals would be okay, just to keep them holding things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I took a horde, I'd consider the dogs, but yeah. outside of that, probably not. And in no. fact, I'd cull that pretty quickly if I was short of points in the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. All right, we'll move on to their buddies, the skeleton spearmen. So uh-huh. these guys come in troops, regiments, and hordes as well. 
very similar stats. I'll go through them. Speed 5, melee 5, no ranged attack, defense 4, 10, 15, and 30 attacks. So a few more attacks there. Uh, they're fearless as well with uh, 12, 16, and 23 as the route values. And points are 75, 105, and 175. So you also get Phalanx on top of ah, yes. the standard Skeleton yep. Warriors. Yep, and Shambling as per the Skellies. And, and they got the upgrade if you want it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the attacks are a very minor bonus. You're basically paying um, between 10 and uh, 25 points for Phalanx. I don't think that's a bad thing. That's quite a good special rule. Yeah, and the Phalanx um, magic item costs more than that. If yeah, I was going to, it's a bad thing at all. I, I think they're not they're not too bad. Uh, if you want something, if you want something to reliably hold people up, um, they're much, they're well, they're significantly more likely to do it than regular warriors. Mm. A lot of things seem to have thunderous charge. Yeah. Yes. Um, and with the horde, it's if you've got a larger army, it's hard to, to get around the sides to um, negate the uh, phalanx. I feel like if you had an army like mine, which has a lot of skellies, um, I've always wished I had more zombies and less skellies, but it is what it is. Mm. Um, I feel like a unit of each of these guys could be okay, because then Mm -hmm. you could put your spearmen where needed, and you could save the points on the other bros and put them where maybe, you know, facing off against some non-Thunderous Charge stuff. So Mm -hmm. is there any way to improve their hit by, like, just one? Is there any way to get them possible? You can give them... a. Reasonably expensive item for the plus one in combat. I think it's about 45 points. Yeah, so it's pretty expensive. Because I was thinking, like, 30 attacks, if they were hitting on fours and you managed to cast that spell that gives them negative one to defense or whatever that is. The um, Bane Chant. 30 attacks plus is a lot. Strength. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah, that could do some damage and people won't really... Oh, they probably see it coming because you only really have one spell in this game. But yeah. it's... I feel, I feel it's like... Good. They aren't going to kill much in the front much, but you cannot afford to expose your flank to that unit. I mean, it's a big unit, but if mm. it gets a flank on something and you're throwing in 60 attacks, even at fives to hit, you're going to do some damage. And yeah. you could give them elite, which is the lesser to hit item. Gives It's reroll ones yeah. for your hitting. Yeah, which isn't too bad. All I'm thinking now is like you've got three surge guys and you surge them like... 20 inches in a turn or something and just put it right in someone's face and then suddenly they're hitting on fours and they've got the plus one to armor neg or uh, defense they could do some damage but oh yeah, yeah. if you buff them to the shit house yeah they'll do mm. some damage but then um mm. i suppose so will everything else in the list yeah yeah, yeah. no fair enough mm. um magic items on these i think we've just gone through pretty much yep. okay next uh, who wants to do the scally archers all right, skelly archers. <laughs> um, so these guys, speed fives, the same as the others. Uh, and as you'd expect with archers, they have a worse melee and worse defense with six and five. Range is average at five plus. Attacks eight, ten, twenty. Nerve is the same as the warriors and spearmen at twelve, sixteen, twenty-three. And the points vary a little bit to the other guys. So seventy-five, one hundred, and one sixty-five for the horde. Um, nothing special other than they have bows. You can give them the under animals and obviously shamble. Yeah, in between the cost of the shields and the spears, so pretty yeah. pretty similar there. I heard on I heard on counter charge that <laughs> um, they I have the most shots per point in the game. Interestingly. Uh huh. Yep. Well, they are cheap. Makes sense. They're very cheap. I mean, they don't hit super often, but 
but they don't hit any worse than say kingdoms of men or empire of dust or ogres yeah yeah i mean why not i mean what you want these guys for is to do one or two wounds for me anyway what you, what, they don't do enough damage especially in a regiment or a troop maybe in a horde but in a regiment or a troop they don't really do enough damage to meaningfully soften up a target but it's when yeah. they've got a really badly wounded target and you just need to pop you like need that one roll. damage on it yep just really to put handy. a few pips on them get yep. that nerve roll Absolutely. And mm. in Undead, I found that Undead, in the last game I played against you, um, Bensom, I found that uh, not, I didn't take any archers, I didn't take any catapults, I didn't take any lightning bolts, mm-hmm. and hated it because um, there were so many times where I just wished I could just force a nerve check. It's just so <laughs> yeah. useful to be able to reach out and touch something. And yeah. I feel like Undead really need need that to finish things off because a lot of their things aren't hitty enough to do it by themselves and a little bit of extra just a few arrows here and there can really help. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on the unit sizes? Would you take more over another size? Uh, for me, it would depend on the army construction. Troops, I'm kind of reluctant just because of the low nerve. One one lightning bolt, one average round of shooting, they tend to disappear. On the other hand, they're good for drops. Mm-hmm. To... Mm see where your opposition is deploying. So, I don't know. It's I agree, but like, I feel like regiment's nice because it's not yeah. too much of a bigger footprint. But um, And, yeah, you don't get many extra shots, but you've got enough nerve to cop a little bit of punishment. Yeah, before they, they disappear. Yeah, and they can still do those like one or two wounds out there. Like You, you can go horde. Like, Viv, you went on a horde in your last game, didn't you? How about yeah, that? yeah. Um, pretty good. I managed to force some... Uh, Flame bearers what, yeah, from the, the abyssals, from the abyss. Waver, sorry. yeah. So they can make little units waver, I think, kind of reliably, but they're really unwieldy. Like it's a giant f- unit, and twenty-four inch range is kind of garbage because mm. most things in this game move so quickly, and because it's not random charging like Warhammer, you get a unit with eight movement and it's moved sixteen, it's going to be in your face. There's nothing you can do about it, and then you lose them, and it's over. So I don't really know if it's worth taking a horde because it will die. You can get around that with um, Jar of was it Jar of the Four Winds or whatever it's called. The extra twelve. Yeah, but yeah, that's extra twelve inch range. Yeah, About forty points. Yeah, I have a lot of these questions in my list construction when it comes to it. But yeah, like I've thought really heavily about taking either four units of ten or one horde or some other things. But we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree that the the large footprint is really troublesome because a lot of what. What, I don't know, we'll guess we'll find out when we get to the army list, but I think you're very encouraged to take big units in Undead, and having another big unwieldy unit um, is possibly just, it's just going to be too unwieldy yeah. for you. It also can't see over things, like, very easily. Unless you conveniently have a giant hill in your deployment, it's not going to see shit. Yeah, things will get in the way. Um, I would probably take a couple of troops uh, for the drops, and they can hold objectives and still do something. Um, even if it is, they get take a round of fire, at least it's not a round of fire on something a bit more meaningful. Yeah, I'd probably keep, take a couple of troops too because I have like 20 archer models. Mm. But if I had 40, <laughs> I'd probably take two Reggies because Multi-based they're only food. 25 points more, which is so little extra. Mm. And I feel like they're much more likely to survive. I always find I'm scraping for points, so I've got to cut corners where I can. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a good point that you make. Um, other than, say, Jara Four Winds, if you're going that way, 
you probably need a bane chant necro to help with that. Yeah, which isn't bad actually. Taking a horde, if you had heaps of fast cavalry kind of army, like as as um. Yeah, what am I supposed to call you in this book? Spoon. Spoon. That's right. <laughs> I can't say the other thing. It's uh, not safe for work. Um, <laughs> the, taking a horde in an army which has like loads of really small fast units or something, like the, like heaps of Soul Reaver Cav or something. Mm. Like, well, they might be able to hold the center. Yeah, they could yeah. hold the center. While the other slap around. That's it. And just like not let anyone get to you kind of thing. That could work. Mm. They don't have to do a lot. Yeah, Bane Shining, to... 20 of them, though, that's actually hmm. pretty terrifying. And you could give them the um, extra punch item, so they've got Piercing 1 already, and then Bane Chant for the Piercing 2. 2, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> yeah. The other thing you can consider is uh, with the Undead is the, the Surge ability, so you could shoot into a unit with the Scallies first, and then Surge into the front flank or wherever you are. <laughs> With another unit. That's true. I mean, if you've got a caster with nothing else to surge and nothing else meaningful to do, then you might as well chuck a few arrows in before you get in, I guess. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for Scaly Archers. Yep. Um, ooh, all right. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, I want to do ghouls. Okay, you can do Go for ghouls. it. <laughs> I'm happy about the ghouls. The reason I'm happy about the ghouls is, I'll get to that in a minute, I guess they're speed 6, they're melee 4 plus, defense 3 plus, attacks 10, 12, 25. Nerve, um, 8 slash 10, 12 slash 14, 19 slash 21. So 65, 90, and 150 points. They're cheap as chips. They're exactly the same price as Skeleton Warriors. So I suppose you, you've got to do a comparison there. They've they got don't one, shamble. They've got one, yeah, they don't shamble, which is important. They've got one less defense uh, and one better melee yeah. attack. Hmm. So they're slightly better at attacking and slightly worse at defending, which I feel like that actually doesn't matter that much because all that really matters is their speed six not shambling, mm-hmm. which is totally changes their role for me. Instead of being like an anvil unit like the Warriors, they are a um, distraction chaff unit. Yeah, defense three is not an anvil. No, that's right. You get, no. you get up at... Like, who cares how much damage they do? Probably nothing. But for 90 points... A regiment of 20 um, is super cheap. You can move 12 inches up the board and get in people's grill. And the reason I like them like in this version as opposed to Games Workshop's version is that they're not just another undead unit with some mm. random rule like poison thrown in. They're like actually people because that's what they are. They're like creepy half people. Mm-hmm. And so I like that they're represented that way and they are like... They're basically like weakling creepy scavenger dudes with no weapons so the Which way is that how i liked them originally before me they too yeah. yeah like so mantic represents them well i think because like then they don't have very good nerve they don't have much defense because they're just like naked dudes with no armor yeah they don't do a huge amount of damage but they're all like fast little scuddly beasts so you can imagine them like running forward and like spooking at the first sign of danger I just, yeah. I just dig the way that they um they made them thematically and because they're not undead you also have to factor in that when we're playing with ghouls they can waver yes so again that also adds into yeah they're not a good anvil um when you're comparing them to say the warriors their route value is lower by two pips um Mm -hmm. and that could be a big thing there it just totally changes their role running up and getting in people's faces quickly is a good way to use them wavering doesn't necessarily affect um 
their ability to be a roadblock because, yeah. I mean, if they waver and don't run away, then happy days, your roadblock stays there another turn. If mm. um, if they just die, which I imagine is usually going to be your intention for them anyway, then um, again, they've done their job. They've got up in the opponent's face and uh, possibly held them up for a turn and presented a flank or something. Mm. Viv, what do you think of these guys? Um, yeah, I, I think there's cheaper things you can shove in people's faces. I don't know, 65 points. Do you? Oh, Where? Actually, that, that's pretty solid, but like a stray arrow would make them run, because on average you roll a 7, and they've got nerve 10. So you yeah. just need to do 3 wounds and it's gone. Um, oh, where are they? But then again, yeah. they're shooting at that and not... Like, yeah, they're good, but I'd probably never take them. But that's because, like, I, they don't fit in my list philosophy mm-hmm. that much. Um, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> okay, okay. There like, is yeah. literally, just looking through, there is no cheaper unit in the list. Yeah, yeah. And their movement's six. They're like, so fast compared you know with everything miss? else. I miss die wolves. I really do. I'm like, where oh, are they? Oh, amen. What thing that moves That's because they were quick. a pain in the ass. These, these are your direwolves in this list. Make it men. I guess I'll have to do. Just model yeah. them up hairy. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we putting items on these guys? No. Keep them cheap. No, you'd have to be nuts. Yeah. Um, Plus one movement could be cheeky. How many points is that? We're looking Too many. at 25, I think, if I am correct, which I'm probably not. That's pretty fast. Like, Brew of haste, 15 yeah. points. 15, there you go. Yeah, I think 7 could be a nah, thing. No way. Too many other units that would compete for that item. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But if Before. your list doesn't have a lot of cav, if you've got um, big, chunky, large infantry, maybe yeah, throw it maybe. on there. You know what I think more and more reading the magic items is a bit of a tangent, but the, the, the whole fact that I feel like this game could be it could be more fun hiding the magic items, keeping it a secret. Having a bit of a closed list for your items, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't see why not. Like, it's not like any of them are, like, game-breakingly over the top, but everyone would take that speed thing on someone, and it would just really make you, like, second-guess yourself a bit. You know? And, and you I would always be taking that um, explosive crystal item. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> Makes it it's heaps more game. fun when you don't know those Well, there items. you go. There's an item for the ghouls. I really like the idea of those hidden item though, because like you could move just their normal movement until you charge, and they like measure out, and they're like, "I'm just out," and you're like, "Ha, yeah, you are," and then yeah. you just charge them in the face. Boom. Anyway. Although it is a lot more tempting to do that on werewolves in that case, and just go, "Yes, yeah, but oh, yeah, mm. yeah." Um, that might be something that we should introduce in the next couple of games, so it goes. Anyway, mm. uh, from ghouls, where do we go? I've got Soul Raver Infantry. The nuclear option. The nuclear option. Uh, who wants to tackle these fellas? Viv. Do you want to... I feel like yeah, these might love children. Off you go. <laughs> so, like, if you could get a horde of vampire lords, and by horde I mean troop or regiment, this would be them. Like, I just look at them, and these guys aren't shiny at all. They Explain are their stats. A bit brutal. Okay, Describe so, they move six, uh, melee three, which is amazing, no range attack. Defense five, which is pretty bloody good for infantry. Mm-hmm. Um, the troop ten has 20 attacks, and the troop uh, regiment 20 only has 25. So, it's almost, you'd almost consider taking them in units of ten. Uh, their nerves real garbage, though. So, ten of them, the nerve is 11, 13, and for 20, it's 15, 17. And for 180 points for ten, and 260 points for 20... Oh, Very expensive. Brutal. But it they've is. also got 
garbage nerve, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's points. garbage nerve. Like one fireball or one lightning bolt, and you'd be like, huh, oh, they got points. Saying that, um, those route values are higher than the other troop and regiments that we've just been reading out. Yeah, but they're 180 points. Yeah, they yeah, also cost quite... more than a horde of... Yeah. Their troop costs more than the horde of those other regiments. Yeah, but just saying, their nerve isn't that bad when you consider the other guys are worse. Yeah. And also, Defense 5 is just garbage. Like, I, Defense I know, 5 is good. No, no, I know it's good, but there's so much out there that you, you'll play somebody and they will have piercing or crushing strength. They just will. It's mm-hmm. inevitable. So, most likely, they'll be rolling 3-ups to wound you or 4-ups, and all they have to do is 5 wounds in that unit. On average, gone. There's another very crucial thing about these guys, which I didn't realise in my first game against Spoon, and that is they are not shambling, so you cannot cast Surge um, on them, them, which is kind of critical because they seem like the kind of unit that would be perfect to Surge, you like get them up there and get that crushing strength (laughs) in there, but the fact that you can't Surge them, that pretty much takes them into virtually untakeable territory for me. (laughs) And just reading the... uh flavor text under there just also going by the rule of um swapping vampires with vivians vivians are an arrogant breed (laughs) i don't doubt it Uh, why are you uh, talking to me you're the help tickled can i can i read the fluff uh you can read the fluff vivians are an arrogant breed and it follows that those who join their ranks tend to be the mightiest and vainest of their kind (laughs) thus it is that many knights have fallen to Vivian's curse, and now wander in eternal unlife, always looking to prove their sneering superiority to lesser mortal creatures. Yeah, that's you see what I mean? <laughs> How much more fun is it this way? Yeah. yeah Alright, right. I've got to go through the book and scratch out all vampires and replace with Vivian's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Viv. Okay. Anyway, no, no, so, I'm, I'm enjoying this. So would people take troops of these, or are they just no, I not, not would. bother? Uh, depending on the list, because that's something that the opponent has to f- focus on. Uh, you can run some a troop of ghouls in front, and these guys now have cover harder to shoot. They got defense five, so they're putting a bit more effort into trying to stop them. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's where you can sweep around with your tougher things. Yeah, if you screen them really nicely, I could see them doing their thing. I mean, twenty attacks. That's a big on a troop. Is pretty insane. Mm. Three plus melee t- crushing strength two. I mean, what what kind of wounds are we talking there on average? Like it's crazy talk. Yeah, it's a decent chunk, and that's, that's twelve wounds against something defense four on average. And one hundred eighty points isn't out of the world in t- terms of expense. Two hundred and sixty is you you got to protect them. You're focusing yeah. a lot of energy to protect them because you don't want to lose them. True. I still feel like whatever I was playing it. See, see that unit is another reason why things like skeleton archers exist um, in the undead list, which we'll come to again later. You need something that can reach out and touch because mm-hmm. if you don't have any shooting units in your army, you don't have any lightning bolts, that unit is going to rip you a new asshole. But yep. if you've got like two lightning bolts and you can just zap them, yep. they're just nowhere near as much of a threat. Hmm. Uh, magic items. Oh god, they get expensive when you start throwing items on them. Mm. Really expensive. Um, Would you guys maybe? ever take them in units of ten, though? Yeah. Yeah, he was just saying yeah. he would. I just, yeah. yeah, I just one stray missile. Like, yeah. I, anyway, yeah, go on. No, I don't think one stray missile. I mean, it has to hit, and then you have to roll high, 
and then you've yeah. got someone inspiring, and then they have to roll high again. Also, if they don't kill whatever they're going to, they're going to die. With the counter charge, yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty likely. Uh, I don't know about magic items on these guys. The fog. Fog is like 35 points, isn't it? On a regiment to make them stealthy, harder to shoot? Yeah, maybe on a regiment, Ooh. not on a troop. Wait, what does that do? Does that mean they can't target with magic and missiles? No, no, no they can. It's just uh, neg one to hit. It's just uh, neg one to hit with shooting. All shooting, it includes magic, so it's not too shabby. Um, but magic says on a four up. Yeah, magic's not modified. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'd skip on magic items on those guys, unless I was going to yeah, probably would. Invest two sixty points in a unit. Yeah. yeah. Bloody earth. Right, move on to their bros on steeds. On poonies. Um. All right, I'll take this one. So sorry for cav uh, cavalry, as you'd expect. Uh, they come in troop and regiments, speed 8, melee 3, defense 6, so they're one pip higher than their on-foot fellows. Attacks drop a fair bit, so the troops um, swinging 10 while the regiment's 20. And nerves a little bit better for the troop at 12-14. Regiment is the same at 15-17. And the points obviously go up, 195 and 300 for the regiment. Crushing strength drops by 1, so they've got CS1 um, and Thunderous 2 to make up for that. Um, and life lift two as standard soul reaver mm. um, expensive relatively punchy units and hard to get rid of with the defense six unless you focus on them i love these guys so so much like, regiments or troops uh no i'd always take them in regiments so mm-hmm. like i think i'm never going to play an undead list without two units of ten of these 600 um, points <laughs> yep, yeah, that's just I'm... so viv though that's the exact <laughs> way you've always played vampires yeah yeah I sit there and I'm like, I don't want to know your name. Just bend over and just flank charge. Like, I did 23 wounds before anything else attacked with one of these units. And that just wipes anything off the table. If you get charged by it, you're going to die. It's that simple. Also, mm. they're, they're hammer anvils. Like, they don't shift easy either. They're outstanding. You just chase them with somebody who can heal and they're not going away ever. And Life Leads 2 is pretty solid too. Yeah, I feel like yes. they're, they're a really interesting comparison to the infantry because, like, troop-wise, the infantry has just so many more attacks. It's not funny, and that changes the dynamic a bit. But in the mm. regiment, with only five less attacks, going to defense six and speed eight, like, just such mm. a massive improvement. Like, you're, you're going to take them any day of the week. Over mm. the, and an uh, extra um, armor-piercing there with the thunderous charge. Yep. Yeah, the extra, but then again, they're much more terrain affected. Because yes. Yeah, keep them out of rivers. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Thunderous charge. Yeah. When I when I played um, Benson with these dudes, he was able to just um, position such that. Well, I think we had a bit too much goddamn terrain on that board. <laughs> there was a fair <laughs> like bit. There was of nowhere I could charge on the board without losing that thunderous <laughs> charge. And you often like you can't rely on thunderous charge in general. I find like. You got to expect to only have it some other time. Yeah, especially if they charge you with a flyer or something and just yep. do like a tiny bit of damage. Then you lost your thunderous charge. So many ways to lose it that you're just gonna you can't rely on having it all the time. Well, there's the crushing strength too on the on the uh, little dudes. You just always got that, which is nice. Mm, bit more reliable. Mm, better at respect. operating in forests, really. Mm. Yes. Magic Makes items sense. on these guys. I think these guys are a pretty good magic item target, actually. I'd go caterpillar on these guys. They're very see, expensive, but see, yeah, Caterpillar. What does Hot. that do? By the uh, way? Pathfinder. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be worth it. But they're so good already, I feel like points can go elsewhere. 
Like, at some point, you're hitting diminishing returns by buffing a unit that good. True, true, but I'd say Caterpillar or Shroud. Um, does that make sorry, me ignore fog. rivers? It does. Yes. Can I take no. that on everything? No. Only one <laughs> item, Beard. <laughs> I'm actually so upset. <laughs> fog for Stealthy is pretty nice. Something like... Like, again, if we're talking closed list, it changes for me, the kind of magic items I'd be keen to take. Hmm. Because something like Nimble on them could be mm-hmm. amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Something like um, plus one movement is, uh, for 15 points, plus one movement taking them to speed nine is pretty damn nice. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're playing elves or just about anything else really, but like something that's really fast, you know? Hmm. Um, but yeah, po- but Caterpillar stands out for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. With Thunderstrike 2, I mean, and you need that unit to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, if you run through terrain, at least you're not now hitting on fours, but still staying with your potent three up. Mm-hmm. True that. Um, all right. I reckon that's done. Let's move over to the... I'll do this one. Yeah, they come in uh, troops, regiments, and hordes. Uh, speed 5, melee 4. Uh, no ranged attack. Defense 5, attacks are 10, 12, and 25. These guys are fearless uh, with slash 13, slash 17, slash 24 for route. Uh, points 85, 120, 200. Uh, and these guys are shambling like your, your skellies, uh, and they have the options of dropping their shields for a two-handed weapon for free, which lowers their defense by one, but they gain crushing strength one. And you can give them the giant rats or dogs for... 10 points if you wish. Mm. So these are elite skeleton warriors, essentially. This mm. is the reason I'd never take any of the other skeletons apart from skeleton archers, because I see that tiny point investment being so large in their case. Like a horde of them is just outstanding, and you're only paying, what, 50 points extra more. points? Oh, well, 50 points, pick... yeah, because yeah, you, yeah. you're not getting phalanx, so you've got to compare them with a regular warrior. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Well, 50 points more, I still see that as a worthwhile investment. So do I. I mean, you get nerve, you get an extra nerve, which is mm-hmm. okay. Uh, you get two extra attacks, but you get plus one to hit and plus one defense. Like uh, the attacks are the same, twenty-five for a horde. Oh yes, you're right. Sorry, I was looking at nerve. My apologies, but yeah, plus one to hit and plus one defense. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and the nerves a bit better. Yeah, I think the um, two-handed weapons is not a bad option either. I think both with and without that is good. Like, I feel like it's a pretty good trade-off. I think if you have some sort of healing, that would be a good way to do it because you want to keep them going um, and they don't mm-hmm. waver, so you can just heal them back yep. up if they take some damage. Yeah. Defense 5 and a bit of um, bit of healing in there. Uh, on the other hand, you could go the reverse and give them, like, elite and a bit of... Um, uh, surge and give them the crushing strength instead and go mm-hmm. the complete opposite direction. So I think both of those could kind of work. Mm. If you have a Necromancer or a Lich, is it a Lich King mm-hmm. with Bane Chant behind them, you could go up to CS2 for a turn. So That's decent King of Lichies. <laughs> the Lichie King. I am sweet and prickly. Anyway, um, <laughs> magic items other than... Uh, maybe if I was taking a horde, I could go the Exploding Pendant. Exploding Pendant. Controversial choice. Just because you need to um, put a few units in there and the horde covers up uh, Got a big bit footprint. of space. So Good point. Kind of if they get through it, they're going to have to pay units. for it. Yeah. yeah. But for the scrubs out there, what does that do? Um, it's um, 
once that unit routes, um, the anyone who's touching that unit in a fight takes, uh, I think it's 2d6 worth of hits. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, that be amazing on ghouls, though? It's no, like the defense missile. 3, so you can shoot them. Oh, and then yeah. they blow up and nothing yeah, really happens. Yeah, okay. But if you're close list and they don't know, it's like a heat-seeking ghoul missile. This yeah. giant naked man just runs at you and explodes. Yeah. So 2d6 piercing 3 is what it does. Yeah, it's pretty owies. <laughs> yeah, if, if it hits you, you're in deep shit. Yes. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast, by the way? Yeah, yeah we try to uh, avoid F-bombs, but anything else is fairly regular. <laughs> I think my count's at 1 accidentally, though. I'll, I'll beep you out. Yeah, thanks. If you slip up. <laughs> cool, <laughs> So that's okay. <laughs> Uh, any other magic items for those guys? Uh, hitting's good. Yeah, I would just go stick on their. Um, if I if I was giving them offensive. the the two handed weapons, I'd be very tempted by crushing strength or sorry the uh, I'd be tempted by well crushing strength or elite or vicious. I think mm-hmm. all yep. three of those are yep. really nice. Anything on a board. that buffs their combat ability. Yes, that's it. That's right. what I'm after. <laughs> Let's move to their buddies on horses then. The revenant cavalry. Oh, Poonies. Um, I'll just keep going. Yep. So these guys, cavalry, obviously, come in troops and regiment flavors. Speed 8, like the Soul Reavers, um, they don't hit as well with melee 4. Defense 5 also isn't as good as the Soul Reavers. Attacks drop further to 8 and 16. But these guys are fearless with route values of 14, 17, and their points are quite cheap comparatively at 110 and 170. These guys shamble, though, um, and don't have any crushing strength. They've only got Thunderous Charge 2. Yeah, very different to the Soul Reaver cavalry, but I suppose it's a better comparison than the Revenants Different themselves. roles. They're very different to the Revenants on foot, mm. um, because they don't hit nearly as hard. They're not nearly as, you know, you know unless they get their Thunderous Charge, I guess, but they're not nearly mm. as good an Amble either. So these guys are your flankers, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know. Yeah, because you want to um, surge in. You've got speed eight, so they could probably line themselves up fairly mm. well for a surge. I mean, if you let's say you have the potion of the caterpillar on them, use them as a flanker. You take your regiment. Um, you know, you you keep moving up there and rotating as appropriate and whatever, mm. and then you uh, surge your way in there. Then you're looking at 32 attacks in a flank with thunderous charge two. Then they're diabolical. Mm. But uh, in the front or whatever, you know. So if you had a big cavalry force, you'd have your soul rivers in the middle, and you'd have your revenants on the flanks. For, to my mind, troops or regiments. I'd be going regiment. I'd be going regiment for sure. I like the idea of two troops. That's 220 for. Two defense five fearless fourteen route value uh, troops that they need to kind of deal with. True, it's not bad. I mean, two troops is okay for going for um, like shooters or something. But with eight attacks, they're going to and hitting on a four plus. They're going to do absolutely bugger all most of the time. Well, as long as they disorder the unit they're going for, though, that's mm. okay. I'm not I'm not putting them in the front in front of everything else. Mm-hmm. These guys are hanging about the side, so they're... Protecting making, flanks or... Yeah, yeah. making sure that the opponent um, deals with them. And if they survive, then they can run in for objectives at the last couple of turns. Mm-hmm. There's one reason I'd never take these guys, and I probably won't ever take them, and it starts with a W. Ends with an S. Mm-hmm. What? Wraith, wraiths are just... just they fulfil every role the cabinet do for 30 more points, and they're better in every way. Um, 
They yeah, don't. but that's always your opinion, Viv, is just go for the most expensive, <laughs> the more expensive diabolical thing. thing. Yeah. It doesn't always work. Oh, rates are so good, though. I reckon they're the best thing in the entire onion. Yeah, they're okay. They're pretty good. Mm, I don't agree. Okay. Before we go any further, um, is it only the caterpillar you'd put on these guys? Anything else you consider? For a regiment, I would. Yep. Um, wouldn't I consider... wouldn't put anything else on them. Not plus one movement? No, because um, I think you need them on your Soul Reavers if you're taking them, so they can get uh, March or at the double nine. Okay, so your Soul Reavers wouldn't take Pathfinder. It's a tough one. Mm. Yeah, um, so it depends on what the list is. Basically, yeah. either of those units you're taking, I feel like Caterpillar is such a good option. Yeah, 20 points for a must take. You slap yeah. them on your flank and they're moving 8 inches a turn, I think they're going to do nothing. Yeah, but you're not taking into consideration Surge, Viv. Yeah, but are you really going to devote your necromancers to like one flank just pushing a minor unit sideways? I, I don't think you are. Like, I just I can't be. see them working. Yeah. Well, obviously you aren't. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In my, my yeah, design philosophy... It's, it's, more, it's more about moving up next to a flank and then yeah. surging just a few inches into it. Anyway. You only need that one, one inch. So we need. If you lined it up well. Mm-hmm. well let's move on then. Uh, we'll move on to the next infantry unit, which is race. So, what were you talking about, uh, Vivian? Oh my god, these guys make me froth of the mouth. Why? They're just Why so they good. Okay, so the units of 10 have a ridiculously small footprint. They fly, and they move 10, they hit on fours. They defense 6. 10 attacks was a bit shit, and their nerves a bit garbage as well. But defense 6 is pretty bloody awesome. They've got crushing strength 1, shambling, life leech, and fly, what I already said. But these guys just shine, because... You can fly over people and then surge them in the rear. Like, and they're defense six, so they're amazing flying anvils. And I just, I can't get past how good these guys are, because defense six, again, they, they're not going to shift. They can and the troops things. or regiments? Well, troops are really good, because you can do the fly over the top and then charge in the rear tactic for 30 attacks at crushing strength mm. one hitting on fours. Me and Ben were working, me and uh, Benson were working out the... Uh the space that you actually need to do that and um that's why troop it is, regiments it is, is a lot harder well yeah with a troop it is actually extremely impractical i reckon you need your really? opponent to be in a really unfortunate spot you need to be about two inches in front of their unit the dead center you need to be lined up correctly and you need a necromancer also about the same distance from the front of their unit so that he's still in range to cast it once they fly behind it depends it's on the unit though good. like because they fly, you can put them in their charge arc, like out of their charge arc, quite easily. And also, because they can be surged, they can hop around relatively quickly. And then all you need to do is tie it up with something else. Or, because they're defense six, you can just put them in the front, take a charge, and then do it. Like, they're mm, just, but they're only, so tough. I mean, a troop isn't going to need many wounds before... No, but if you running. take the charge, you can do it with a regiment. Like, if you've just been charged with a unit and you survive, then you can re-charge with a regiment. Hmm. So, yeah, and uh, again, just, no, that's 26 really. attacks. Uh, you can. 10 inches enough to get them behind. And it, it also depends on what you're up against. I mean, if you're fighting... Oh, yeah, it depends on their footprint, obviously. Yeah, that's right, because yeah. if they've got um, a deep footprint, you're not going to be able to do that anyway. But, like, one of the things that took me a long time to get used to well, in my game was <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you leave combat after you fight, so you can just bugger off because you fly. They're just mm. such a nightmare to deal with. <laughs> Yeah, mm. that is. I, I it, love them. Flying is amazing, and defense six yeah. is amazing. 
But they just don't together. have many attacks, so I feel like you need to get them in a no, no, no. They're, they're there need to a flank or a rear to actually do any yeah, yeah. damage. Like mm. they're there to hold shit, so the soldier, the cabo, and can come along and just wreck. It's and they do it so well because they fly and like my list basically revolves around a ridiculous amount of surge, and I can surge one and, de- and defend six. <laughs> yeah, so I literally just surge them, you know, forty inches or something silly, and then. You know, they're in your face. What are you going to do about it? You're going to deal with them, but then the Sol Reaver Cav are there as well. And you can either turn to face and then get charged and die, mm. or... Like, they well, just we work can't so um, well. theory hammer <laughs> Yeah, I know, but, but in my mind, the, the hammer and anvil style of play, they are amazing. I think they're very good screens. Um, if you got some couple of regiments of Sol Reavers, a couple of troops of these guys would be really good. Yeah, um, I do think they... I agree completely with Viv's assessment that they go really well with Sol Reavers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might take. Uh, I, I still feel bad about taking a couple of regiments of these because they're not very many attacks, and you have to focus with your surge and make sure everything's right with your necromancer. So you have to Just protect them as well. Spoiler alert, though, I have three units of twenty on my list, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so good. Anyway, I'll explain that later. Go on. Yeah. Um. So you you kind of have to build around them. And you have to protect the supporting units, otherwise they're kind of just really not doing a whole lot other than holding up dudes. Also, if you want the necromancers to keep up, they've got to be on horses. If they're on foot, the wraiths just run away. Yeah, I was actually going to say that as well. Like, if you're going to do any rear charge shenanigans or whatever, you kind of need to be on horse. I'd consider, well, only because I put it in my list for one of my units. So I've got a troop in there and I took Diamond End of Dragonkind. Oh yeah, that would be alright. So the old, use the breath weapon and then be surged into a flank would That's be what, cool. what I'd be aiming for. Good mm-hmm. idea. Extra punch wouldn't go astray with these guys. Yep. Anything that boosts their combat ability would be good. I mean, they don't have a lot of attacks, but it's the options there. Uh, if yeah, you wouldn't go elite or something because you're only going to roll like one or two ones. Mm. Um, but uh, unless you're a uh, spoon. Yeah, I roll about yeah. a billion ones. But then you'll just roll more ones afterwards to the reroll, so why waste the points? Yeah, <laughs> good point. Um, I don't know what else I'd put on them. No, that's I it. don't know. I feel like they anvil in a similar way to larger infantry units, but slightly less effectively, especially if they have crushing strength because of their mm. lower nerve. Mm-hmm. Um, they hit like some of the bigger units in the list, something like... You know, like the monstrous infantry, but slightly less effectively. The real beauty of them is that they fly. Mm. And against something that doesn't have crushing strength, they can have a real field day. Mm. Yes, agreed. Well, like most of the scary things have thunderous charge and crushing strength one, and crushing strength one does nothing to these guys. So that's like they're well, so dub- tough. It doubles anyway. the chance of winning them. Oh yeah, but it's still five up. That's mm, still yeah. unlikely. Yeah. True. Yeah. We'll move on to uh, zombies. Another Zombie. infantry unit. Anyone want to do those? No. All right. Uh, so the regiment horde and these guys come in legions. So 60 troops for those who don't take legions. Uh, speed 5, melee 5, defense 3, so meh in combat. But uh, the attacks are at 15, 30, and 40. Fearless at 15, 22, 28, which is not bad. And the sweet spot here is the points. 80, 130, and 190. 190 for a legion. That is so many zombies. Uh, shamble, and you can take undead animals. So, pretty bare bones. 
um, bodies on the board, this is what they are, and to hold people up. Yep, straightforward as it gets, really. Mm. Heaps of nerve for not many points, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, the big footprint of the Legion, I think, is pretty cool. 40 attacks, give them something like extra crushing strength, and you could be surprising people. Yeah, it gives them, uh, give them something to think about anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah, isn't it only 20 points for, for Brewer's Strength? So, uh, it's about that, yeah. 20, Brew, 25 points. Brewer's Strength on them could be terrifying, actually. Like... Uh, 30 points. 30? Go. Okay. Yeah, righto. It's so they're, still, they're still cheap. They're so cheap, yeah. <laughs> Um, crystal, uh, the, uh, gem of exploding, crystal gem of exploding, I think would be good on these guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially the legion, because then it also tempts them to go for the flanks, and then you go, ha-ha, surprise, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be fun, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, but I think you wouldn't need a whole lot of zombies, I wouldn't take three hordes, because then you've got no room for anything else. Yeah. What are your thoughts, like, horde versus legion, like, um... Because what it's twenty extra models, but correct me if I'm wrong. They all they're behind the horde, like it's yeah. They mm, go six still, deep. Yeah, six, six deep, ranks ten of ten. Mm. So I feel like that isn't as big a disadvantage as you might imagine footprint wide, because it no. doesn't actually increase their width. So for sixty points, you get an extra ten attacks and an extra six, six nerve. It does put their nerve into, unlike the horde. Puts the nerve into the region where even if two units are going against you, chances are they just won't have enough attacks to even make it possible to break you. Yeah. It's like a guaranteed hold. But they also have the wider flank. That's true. That is true. Which is why the crystal pendant of Gotcha is um, <laughs> you also, good in my mind. You also have to paint 20 more models for something like <laughs> No, you just make some awesome unit fillers. You could do some really cool um, dioramas with these guys. True, true. Swarms of but uh, the, but the best kind itself. of diorama is the ones that involve a heap of zombies. <laughs> yes. Could I just, like, buy a miniature Hulk and slap him on a piece of cardboard? No. It's <laughs> 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 my zombie unit. 40 attacks. Come on, Freeze Banner's got more than that. Uh, hits on 5, no crushing strength. A Hulk with no crush. <sighs> no. Same as perfect. Really Maybe it's Hulk? just human Bruce Banner. <laughs> Hulk smashed. <laughs> I feel like a diorama for these guys, if you really went to town, could be so freaking cool. Like, um, yep. yeah. The Mantic Zombies are actually one of the few models nice. in the range, to my mind, that are just awesome. Because mm. they all look like they're surging forward and groping at stuff. Mm. I feel like, like having like a cart in the middle of, and then like you know a circular kind of diorama with them all going up and you know having a guy like a witch hunter guy with like a, you know, torch on the cart or something, trying to fend them off could just be amazing. Mm. Like, it looks so cool. I saw a uh, pretty cool uh, work in progress on the Kings of War Fanatics Facebook page. Their unit filler, they had a small chapley type thing. A couple of zombies underneath it grasping up at the roof and there's this uh, poor dude hanging onto one of the um, spikes on the roof trying to climb his way up, awesome. which I thought looked pretty cool. Um mm. So yeah, lots of opportunities for modelling there. But game terms, what do you think? All right, I think they're all right. I think I think they're all right. I think they're yeah, really good. Yeah. I, sp I, I think that zombies or skellies for flavour, it's just sort of a matter of choice. My my gut feeling is that zombies are a little bit stronger. Mhm. Mm because yes, they have one worse defence, but just the enormous nerve value and stuff is pretty appealing. Hmm. Yep. And they're still mm -hmm. only hitting on five, so it's. No worse than the Warriors. No. Hmm. Yeah. 
And in fact, they have more attacks. Yes. So, in fact, they're slightly more offensive than the skellies, oddly. Hmm. Uh, Phalanx might be alright on them. Ah, yeah. Rid of the Thunderous Charge. That'd be a good one. Yeah, Phalanx couldn't be... Yeah, not bad at all. Doesn't. I don't understand how that happens. Maybe, you know. <laughs> they, they've just got bikes or the, they're carrying people they just stand huge, on each other's shoulders yeah have a bike alright soon take the mummies yeah I'll move on to the next one so we're into mummies another infantry unit these guys are speed 5 melee 4 no ranged attack uh, defense 5 attacks 10 and 12 uh they're fearless uh, with slash 14, slash 18 at 120 and 170 points. Did I say they come in troop and regiment? They come in troop and regiment. <laughs> they, I did now. Uh, for that, you get crushing strength 2, regeneration 5 up, and shambling. Mm-hmm. So, boy, good anvils, decent anvils, defense 5, regen 5. They're weird yeah. in-betweeny units, these guys. Like. Mm. They're so in between a, say, a white and a skeleton. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, they've got crushing too, so they can punch back, but they don't have a they have very huge amount attacks. of attacks. They have decent defense. Decent nerve. Decent Regeneration's nerve. good. Regen's, regen's great, as long as you can survive for long enough. I feel like a regiment's a lot more tempting for that reason. Yeah. Mm, yep. Take advantage Get of regen. Get the most out of the... Yeah. Get the most out of it. Can you give them plus one regen or something? No, the heroes can. No, oh, that's only heroes, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I'd be going brewer courage for these ones. Gives them uh, plus one to their nerve, so you go to slash fifteen or nineteen, depending on your unit size. Mm. Yeah, make, make sure them do their job as an anvil more. Yep. It's another anvil in a list. Yeah, but this is a good anvil. Anvil. <laughs> This anvil has yeah. teeth, and I feel like the regen's really cool. But what I learned in my one game is they can be popped immediately, and then you've got a gaping hole in your line, uh, and it's... Again, you were up against um, an Archfiend and Basusu, so there was Crushing Strength 2 and yeah. CS2 um, TC2, yeah. so it was just cutting through their defense. Yeah, you got to remember that. And, look, you, you look at the comparison between this and the unit we just did. For 20 points, you go from a regiment to a legion, and you you're, uh, you get 10 extra nerve. Sure, your defense 3 plus instead of 4 plus, but I feel like... You, sorry, 3 plus instead of 5 plus. But you're a lot more reliably going to stick around. And mm. offense-wise, you're actually pretty similar. 40, 40 attacks on 5 plus to hit versus 12 on 4 plus with crushing strength 2 is... Mm. You know, depends what you're attacking, of course, but it's more or less comparable. Um, and there's the footprint. Yeah, small, much smaller footprint. That is true. I mean, you can't underestimate the footprint. It's easy to look at things on paper and figure out what it looks like when you put it on the table. Because you know? mm. mm. a legion of zombies is quite unwieldy, but they just plunk them and just push them forward. And you're also unlocking three units. You can't That's forget right. that. And yeah. regen sort of one. is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, it helps heaps. Like, so you, nobody will overshoot these guys because they'll just shamble along and heal their way back. That's true. Regen's pretty awesome, as long as you can take lots of instances of not much damage instead of just one big impact, yeah. which isn't exactly what an anvil's for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why they're Saturated fire unit for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All good points. Um, nothing much more to say about them. Yeah. So let's move over to the zombie trolls, the first large infantry in the list that we've got here. 
These guys, like standard light infantry, come in regiment and hordes. Uh, speed 6, melee 4, defense 4, 9 and 18 attacks on the two units. Again, fearless, 15, 18 nerve. Points aren't too bad with 115 and 175. Uh, these are also crushing 2 and, as you'd guess, shamble. I find it Not weird. Bad. I'm just going to say I find it weird that they don't have regen. Um, I think because unlike a living troll where the flesh regenerates, if you're dead, it's going to... Rotten. I think Deteriorate. Kind of, yeah. 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 Fair enough. I like mm. in the uh, flavor text underneath, it says, turning a troll into a zombie proves, uh, improves their intelligence, but sadly at the expense of their ferocity and regenerating ability. I like <laughs> that an undead uh, troll is smarter than a living one. <laughs> <laughs> It's too bad they don't have stupidity in this game. Missed opportunity. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'd be so annoying. Best uh, special rule. GW oh, I don't know. Stupidity for stupid rage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you think of these guys? I think they're good in both unit sizes. I mean, fearless 15, fearless 18. It's only three point difference for your, your point upgrade there. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I struggled to get these guys in my list from memory. Other medium size. Yeah, I think they compete with other things like they compete with your mummies. Uh, they're going to compete with that's one of the any the infantry really. Like, really even soul reaper infantry. Like, my God, there's so much redundancy. So many things overlap. They've got multiple spheres of operation, and that's it true. really comes down to what you really, what niche do you want them? You need to have a solid idea about what you, how you're going to use them in your list. Otherwise, and then yeah. And even just preference, where if you take a horde of skeleton warriors or a horde of zombies or a few mummies or some, you know, revenants, uh, and you want that anvil unit, then you could you could probably take any of those and just sort of like they're going to fulfil a similar role. It's sort of a mm. matter of preference, really. And I feel like points-wise, they balance out pretty nicely. So just do what what you prefer. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I think a couple of hordes won't go astray. Um, 18 nerve, defense four is a bit meh. Uh, but they got a bit of punch with crushing two. Yeah, they, I think they suffer from the same thing as the mummies in that they don't really know whether to be an offensive unit or a defensive unit. Mm. Um, and they compete directly. With, I feel like if you just don't have enough points for whites, then you'd take zombie trolls. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you'd take whites because they're like exactly the same, but just a bit hideous. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, and again, with list writing in a Kings of War army, it's all about trying to uh, find the points for what you want. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, a horde for 175 that has a small footprint, unlike every other horde in the army, and hits pretty hard uh, and unlocks those character slots. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all about them unlocks. Any magic items you put on them? Uh, you could make them a bit more scary with the extra um, crushing. You could, I wouldn't, because I feel like if you're going to do that, why not just have whites? Because um, of the cost. Yeah, but it's but I mean you pay points for the um, a horde of whites is two thirty-five. Yeah, so you're talking if you gave them crushing strength, then it's only thirty points more for whites. Mm. Um, yeah, and you get a defense and a brutal. I don't know. I suppose you're right. That that is fairly comparable. The more I think about it, actually, but yeah, like especially when you're looking for points. <laughs> but you're taking zombie trolls because you can't afford whites. So why are you upgrading <laughs> them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For me, I'd skip these guys, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I actually don't mind them, um, due in part to the fact that I have 
some zombie ogre models. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking them. So they're, they're not great. bad. They're not um, bad. I wouldn't take them in regiments. I just I don't think they do. They don't do anything for their cost that other guys don't do better. Totally. Yeah. No way. To t- I would never take them in a regiment personally. Hmm. But reasonable unlocks. It's not a bad unit. You're not going to waste points by taking them. It's one of the cheapest ways for those three unlocks. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move over to the next large infantry, the werewolves. Uh, so these guys, when you're comparing, these guys have uh, speed nine, which is massive. So they, legit. Yeah. They also quite hit quite well with three up. Defense is five up. Nine and eighteen attacks like a standard um, large infantry. Uh, nerve, yeah, average at 12, 14, 15, 17, and points, 160 and 245 for a horde. Uh, they've only got crushing one, but they are nimble. So they don't shamble, so that's something you got to factor in. I feel like these guys are worth every single point. Yep. Yeah. These are amazing. Hordes you, you're expensive. playing an army that's what? very slow, and this gives you a small footprint speed nine unit with nimble. Hmm. Yes, Crushing Strength 1 sucks, which is why I feel like you'd want to put another Crushing Strength on them, like, almost every time, or some other kind of slightly hideous thing. Hmm. But, God, but so you're, you're not running these guys in the front. No, you're getting stuck into the flanks. If you're getting them in the front, you're doing it wrong, because um, in the flank, the weight of attacks really doesn't really matter How? with the Crushing 1. How tall are they? They're height, height two. 2. Well, have you... Okay, so they're the same height as Cav, then. Mm-hmm. So you could screen them, even... And because you can conga charge in this game, like, you just screen them with revenants or something you don't give a shit about, and then suddenly the werewolf's in the face. I don't think you'd be screening them with revenants because of the speed. Yeah, you're just going to slow them down. don't shamble. Well, screening them... Oh, yeah, of course. Screening them's uh, not such a bad idea, though, um, with, you know, whatever the case may be over the course of the game, perhaps mm. not right from the start, but at some point. Because of nimble, you can sort of rotate, charge past them, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's pretty nice. So you, in an army that I feel like it's very easy to take a lot of units with a lot of wide frontage and a lot of units that just get in each other's way and don't move very fast because they shamble and they're hanging out in hordes or whatever. In my experience, I find that deploying undead is really difficult because they're so lacking in maneuverability, unless you take mm. them to Soul Reavers and these guys. These guys are just such a godsend because nimble and... Speed 9, I mean, it's so, so nice. Yeah, and even if you have them behind a couple of your own units, you can fang them out through because you can move through units mm. um, fairly safely and go in for the next turn charge. Mm. Unfortunately, they look like a dire wolf that's had so many roids in their life that they're, they're just, <laughs> yeah. you know, muscled up to the point where they could, like, bench press a truck, but they've also, their penis has shrunk down so much that all you can see is a big tuft of muff. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, very just need a bit more fur on them, I think. That's what happens when you take roids. You stay away from it. At least they don't skip leg day, right? Roids make you nimble. Um... <laughs> Magic items on these guys, I'd, I'd go pro haste every day of the week. Make them faster, yeah? Yeah, go to 10. I agree with Huge. Uh, the extra crushing strength. Make them hideous. Pathfinder yeah. works also if you're not taking uh, Cav. Soul Reaver Cav, yeah. Uh, I don't think you'd ever take that if unless you had no Cav, as you say. It's yeah. just so you can, yeah, so you can run through um, forests, make it... Uh, make use of that at the double, and if you happen to charge, 
they're hitting on three, still not four. Mm-hmm. Well, so something strange like Brew of Sharpness for the plus one to hit. Um, hitting on twos? It is very expensive. So your unit, your horde at that point is 290. But hitting yeah. on twos, just you've got... But at that point, they are by far the most reliable unit in your army. You know mm. exactly the kind of damage that they're going to do. And if they're getting in flanks like they should, they're just going to wipe units out yeah. without any issue. Mm. Yeah. Although I always find like Crushing Strength 1 um, should do pretty much statistically exactly the same amount as plus 1 to hit, and it's 15 points less. Mm-hmm. So unless you're hitting, unless you're already Crushing Strength 2 or 3 or something, and then you're not getting much out of it. Mm. Um, I'm not sure why you'd ever take the Brew of Sharpness over the Brew of Strength. Are you with me there? Yeah. Mm. Um, it depends on what you're fighting and their defense. That's right. So because, yeah, if they're defense six, having the extra one, yeah. Yeah, but helps. even more reason to take Brew of Strength in that case. Yeah, yeah. But if they're low If they're defense army, three, the yeah, then the plus one to hit's better. Plus one to hit yeah. doesn't always work, you're right. but Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, it doesn't. It's The cheaper one's probably the best choice. Absolutely. Just statistically about time. Mm. Mm. But great little unit, the wearsies. Yep. Mm. Plus you get to like howl and stuff. Like <laughs> for people who like making sound effects where they move dudes around, this is the army for you. You can groan, you can creak, make truck noises. Howl. You can, yeah. Um, All kinds of good stuff. Screening with race is, with a trooper race could work as well. Um, so if you've tooled up your werewolves to make them kill your machines... You need them to survive, so just a trooper race because they've got speed 10, can keep up. I don't know, that's, that's pretty crazy though. Like, you're the. Oh, you mean. You don't mean whites, you mean wraiths. Yeah, sorry. Getting confused. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, the whites, I'm like, why would you scream with a unit <laughs> that's like literally a nuclear bomb and then behind it you've got an. Oh, okay, I guess it's Japan, but. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> um, also. <laughs> With that tactic, the height yeah, difference it's works. It's too soon, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was only seven years ago. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Alright, where are we at next? It's okay, uh, Japanese people don't play war games. I know this <laughs> because I used to live in Japan and no one would play with me. We'll move into our last large infantry unit, the You cut the racism out of this, right? This isn't a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a bad joke and it doesn't go anywhere, I'll cut it out. All right, well, Unless it's my joke. <laughs> you're not going to hear a lot from me in this cast, then. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, these guys come in regiments and hordes. Speed 6, melee 4, no ranged attack. Defense 5, what attacks are these 9 bots? and 18. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, fearless at uh, slash 14, slash 17, and 155 points and 235 points. And these bad boys come with Brutal, CS3, and Shambling. I feel like you can't talk about these guys or the zombie trolls without comparing them to one another because mm-hmm. they're directly competing for the pretty much exact same role. Yeah. Mm. And so for 60 points in the horde, you pick up one less nerve, weirdly, but you have um, plus, plus one, one defense, defense, plus one crushing strength, and brutal. So what does brutal do again? Adds one to your um, end. Nerve roll. Yeah. Okay. You should remember that. I took off one of your units because of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, points shaving is why I wouldn't take these. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a tricky one. Like, if you want your monstrous infantry that can that can be surged, then those are your two options. Crushing strength three is pretty nice. 
Mm-hmm. Brutal's okay. I take them just for puns. So I can sit there and be like, oh, that's a white. What's his favourite colour? White. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> 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 Maybe he's still got oh, my dad jokes alone. No. Oh, fine. <laughs> Would you call the champion Barry? Oh, <laughs> that's how you do it, Viv. <laughs> that's not a white. That's unacceptable. Anyway, moving on. I like them, but they're not. Sorry, the Cav. So now I'll pass. I think they're too expensive. I feel like they are slightly too expensive. Um, yeah, you're just 60 points, crushing strength, and a defense. I don't know. Maybe it's worth it. The defense is pretty huge. Yeah. It's pretty massive. Mm-hmm. Crushing strength three means two plus on on the everything. That's your that's your unit that you take against defense six, which the which the army actually otherwise struggles with a bit. There's not a lot of crushing strength out there. Obviously, it depends on what you take. Uh, so on defense six, they're wounding on threes. Yeah, I mean defense five or six. You know those those really tough things that other so things are going to struggle I, with. Maybe give them yeah. vicious reroll ones to wound. I think for whites to really work, though, you're going to need an army with a lot of drops because they're not that redeployable. They need to be exactly where they need to be. Mm. Like, if you put, you have to go right in the middle of the board and then they need to hunt the thing that they kind of need to hit. Mm. Um, so you've got to make sure you out-deploy. So your list kind of has to revolve around them because otherwise, they're you know, movement six of, per yeah. turn, unless mm. you're going to be pumping out the surges, they're just going to so Maybe you need that um, scrying gem. Yeah. Also, True. any piercing shooting will wreck them. Um, get no, no more than other will wreck anything. Yeah, yeah, defense five is decent. Defense yeah, five's alright. Nerve seventeen for a horde. That's still it. No, that's that's normal. That's average. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess you're exactly not going to do ten wounds. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're not bad defensively. I feel like they are your surge target. If you've got an army, and I think you, when you make an undead army, I'm increasingly realizing only really now as we read through this, but how important it is that you have to think about what your surge targets are going to be. If you're going to take a bunch of Surge characters, then have a few units that are really worth surging and maybe some other units that that don't have Shambling, so they don't need to be surged because you can't spread it out everywhere. And these guys are your Surge guys because they're the big damage. You know, if you flank anything, it's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're your major Surge target. Good cannon openers. Mm. Um, so what items are you taking? Mm. Vicious or Elite's really good. Mm-hmm. Plus one to hit's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Start getting up close to, what'll be two? It'd be about two eighty points for plus one to hit. That's why you just give them elite. Yeah. Yeah. Start getting really expensive. I don't know. I don't know if I'd bother with too much on them to be honest. No, nah, they're pretty good as is. Mm. They don't need a lot of um, seasoning. I think the amount of points you have to spend on making sure they work in your list is yeah. already ridiculously high. You don't need to make them better than they already are. Yeah. Diminishing returns again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Move on. Yep. Uh, we'll move into War Engines. Who wants to do Balefire Catapult? Viv. I really like these guys, but I have no idea how they work. So I'm probably not the best person to do this because I didn't play with the catapults. But I know in my list, I'm you thinking can read about them taking... out, I'm happy to oh, yeah, okay, fair if you want. Yeah, you read them well, out, man. They move five. Uh, they hit on fives. Their defense four. One attack. Nerve eleven. Hundred points. Now, and this is where I don't know how these rules are. Mm-hmm. So blast d six plus two. Indirect fire. Piercing. Reload. And vicious. And of course, it shambles and stuff. Yep. It's got piercing two. So, piercing two. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think these are decent war engines. Blast d six plus two and vicious. So 
if it hits, it's hitting on a 5-up. Um, indirect fire means you ignore cover. Are these like exactly the same as sort of what you'd call the standard catapult, if you like? Uh, vicious. Okay, so it's, it wounds slightly better, and obviously yep. it doesn't waver. Yeah. Um, which doesn't matter that much, but no, I guess just if for like light amounts of shooting or something, mm. maybe it won't waver, whatever. Mm-hmm. So just quickly, they hit on fives, and when they hit, they do D6 plus two hits. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty intuitive. It does D6 plus two hits. You can't have cover for be- for cover that's in the way. Is that the right the way it works? Yep. That's right. Spoon and Benson? Yeah, so- right. If they're in a forest or something, they get cover. Is that right? But not if it's like indirect forest is in between that. you. Yeah. So you, and you what does reload mean? See them. Uh, you can't move and shoot. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So, but can you shamble shoot? You can. Okay, but where it gets me on these, I think you need three to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah if you, because you're using your statistics where if you're you like, want well, to math hammer, which doesn't yes. work. If you want to math hammer, <laughs> you can take three to math hammer. Think, ah, oh, I'm gonna have one hit every turn. Yeah. But if yeah. you're like but me, you, know, you just roll well and you don't need to worry about that. It, yeah, I, I, I kind of think that it's perfectly reasonable just taking one as well. Yeah, uh, and just, it's 100 points and it makes people think, oh, great, now I have to... Yeah, and then they, maybe they'll out. divert something that's worth more than that to go and get it. And mm-hmm. maybe it won't do anything, but it will make them really think about where they're going to put their dragon and stuff like that, just in case it hits. Mm-hmm. Because D6 plus 2, piercing 2... Vicious. Will, Vicious. Mm. Oh, that kicks some arses if it actually hits. Mm. And it's got uh, quite a large range too, compared to your normal archery. Mm. Oh, what's its range? So you're going up to 36. That's okay. right. That's a bit further than that. 36, 48, is it? Yep. There we go. Yeah. What's its height? How high can it? It's only height one. It's just a one. Oh, but machine. it gives no. Yeah. Okay. Indirect fire doesn't care about that. That's right. Yeah, cool. Does that mean you could? Does it need line of sight? It yeah, does. It still need line okay. of sight. So it does care about, yeah, the height to some extent. So you're not really caring about the heights to, well, the cav riding models, dragons, any large infantry, unless you're you're purposefully hiding them behind that stuff, which is how you should be playing. But that's also forcing your opponent to play like that and not put them where could be optimal. Yeah, you're controlling the board with these things, or trying to. Yeah, because I feel like, especially in Undead, because you have a severe lack of range things that will actually scare giant flying monsters three exactly. of these would be amazing or you're gonna have to take either fireballs or lightning bolts otherwise you just can't deal with it yeah mm. i think a few is pretty juicy option mm-hmm. um it's it's a really difficult one i found i was trying to fit them in my lists and i found it quite tricky there's also an alternative to them which I like a lot better, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Enslaved Guardian Archers, a horde of them, with plus one to hit. Uh-huh. We'll get to that uh, when we get to our yeah, ally section towards the end. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But, thanks for mentioning it. Give yourself a gold star. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the shamble shoot is a bit pointless. Yeah. Because you can only shamble it forward, because if you turn, then you can't fl- shoot it. Well, unless some cheeky bugger puts something like 49 inches away from them, and you just go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other yeah. than that... I think you can turn it on the spot, but you no. suffer minus one. No, reloads move. That's right. It's still a halt. You can still turn. I, I think you think suffer minus correct. one to hit. I'm pretty sure it is. But anyway, keep going and I'll find it. Okie doke. Uh, War Machines can't put items on them, so we'll just skip right over it. Agreed. It's all good. Yeah. Um, let's get into the characters. Uh, our first one. Uh, what's his face? Revenant King. 
Revenant King, Barry White, and he the man. I'm going to read him. I love him. I think he's really good. Uh, Go I think it. Viv's not going to like him much, but I like him. Well, from my position of ignorance, I'm not really weighed down by conventional wisdom, so I think they're <laughs> shit. Yeah, I knew you uh, that's all right. Um, he is speed five because he doesn't have a horse, so give him a horse. Melee four plus, defense five plus, five attacks, 14 uh, slash 16 nerve, so he actually can That's... be wavered, which is a bit weird. Mm, but it's a decent nerve for a character. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's not bad. He's For some reason, while every other revenant is undead, a revenant king is alive. That's not explained in the fluff as far as I know. Mm. Um, but he is evidently alive because he doesn't have shambling and he does have 14, 16. And he's 120 points. So for 120 points, you get your crushing trick one, individual inspiring and... Surge six, which is totally awesome. Yeah, and you can give him a pony for twenty points. And you, I would give him a pony every day of the week. Get that surge where you need it. Mm-hmm. Is there any way that you can get something so you can cast in combat? Uh, no. You never, you never in combat when there's casting happens, unless you just charge. Like if you charge someone yeah. and then you're in combat yeah. and you can't cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, no, no, you, you can't do that, unfortunately. So how would you use him, Hugh? Um. One of two ways, or both. Um, I really like one of these guys with the plus one defense armor. Mm-hmm. Because when you're defense six and you have um, speed eight and nerve 14 slash 16, you can very reliably plonk your ass in front of something and disrupt them. Um, so he becomes a really nice little bullet dodger. Yes, I know he's a lot of points for... Something that just Adjust blocks. That. But what, what he's used for is he runs along with your cavalry. Either he runs with... So I would run him with either um, Revenant cavalry mm-hmm. or whites or anything else that hits hard and you can surge it. Um, run him up with them so he can keep up with them. He's got a very reliable surge when you only want one or two inches. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would, you would keep using him for his surge and as a support piece. And then if things get desperate... Chuck him in front of the opponent's unit, um, and then when he inevitably holds, which is very likely to happen, uh, you can then flank him with with your unit that he's supporting. So he's a really good little support hero. Mm. The only thing is, if he takes a, a wound in your next turn, you're not going to be able to surge anything. So you have to make sure that you've got that flank lined up for a charge. That's true, exactly. It, it would be a desperation manoeuvre, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I have, in the... I think I've taken them in two or three games mm-hmm. and um, I've actually found myself doing that and the other thing I'd use him for is just take him for 140 and go disrupt some shooting units um, and be a opposite side of the board surge so let's say you've got a bunch of infantry dudes wandering forwards and they've got nec- necromancers and that kind of jazz there to support them and surge them where necessary mm-hmm. your revenant king runs past the enemy lines and tries to just do one or two damage to their their nasty shooting horde. Yep, which um, they can't do anything. Just to disrupt them. Yep. And then um, if, you know, if your manoeuvring is such that you need a surge on the other side of the enemy, that 12-inch bubble on the opposite side is actually really nice. Mm. Mm. Yes. Um, just while we're here, I'm jumping down the bottom, well, to the next page, just so we can compare... With the role that you're describing this king, 
Do you yes. think it would be better if you take a cursed pharaoh and give him the wings of Honey Maze so he can yes, fly I do. speed 10? Yes, I do. Um, that is 100% better. Mm. But I would take both. Right. Like, honestly, I think that you're right about the cursed pharaoh with the wings of the Honey Maze. If you have the wings of the Honey Maze on him, given that he can't be mounted, yeah. he is basically hands down better than the Revenant King, and I would take him every day of the week. Um, but you can although take one he, he is similar track. once once you give the Revenant King the um, the plus one defense item, yeah, they're, they're sort of similar point costs and stuff. And yeah, I I would agree with you. I think the Cursed Pharaoh is better. Mm. But again, you can only have one, and maybe you really want a Vampire Lord jumping ahead again with the that that wings is really juicy on undead characters in general. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't bother with a Cursed Pharaoh without the wings nearly as much. No, that's that's right. Um, you know? But we'll get to that in a moment. Viv, mm. why don't you like this guy? Um, oh, look, in my list, he doesn't really have a spot. But the more and more I think about it, I'm like, he he's almost a unit of wraiths that doesn't fly. Like, he's pretty good in that respect. You could just put him in front of people, take the charge, know he's probably going to stay, and then... You know, he's just an incredibly manoeuvrable anchor. I mean, yeah. Um, but also, you can use him to make it so units can't... You can railroad with him, which is what I see him as being no the major railroads use. In, you can't uh, railroad cow. in this game. This is a well-written game. But <laughs> let, let's just say you charge something in the face, yes. and then he's right on the flank. Yes. But their only option is to charge the thing that's charged them in the face. No, because you can you can rotate through enemy units. Yes. As as they won't be charging, them. though. You're allowed to... Rot- it's not called wheeling, but you're allowed uh, to rotate through enemy units as long as you end your movement not touching them. Okay, so there's no point, really, railroading. Yeah, no, right. railroading is balls. Yes, Rightly yeah, so. fair enough. Mm. But he's, he's exactly in between your necromancer and your um, vampire. Because he doesn't fight particularly well, but you can throw his attacks in for lols. He mm. doesn't... Um, and I was saying before, I was actually saying this is sort of a negative with the mummies and the zombie trolls. But it's really nice for a character when you you know you need Surge in there. He doesn't have the flexibility of the casters, but he does have maneuverability, Surge, and just reliability. He will reliably get Surge off. He will reliably survive a charge. Mm-hmm. Decent little guy. Yeah. I reckon if I was going to take him, I'd take like five. Almost like a Revenant King Rodeo. <laughs> and I'd go nuts. Because can you imagine like five individual characters just blocking you all day while the rest of your army just wrecks? Um, yeah, it's probably not as good as you think, because um, you can overrun when you destroy individuals, and if you're uh, up against anything, any sort of tin can, they'll yeah, just yeah. munch through them. Like, yeah, yeah. if you're versing undead again, and... I know, you could overrun. Yeah. With individual un- uh, units with the individual rule, you and you beat them in combat, you can overrun and have another round of combat if you touch something. Okay. Yeah. Because so 120 points is super cheap. But anyway. For that thing, yeah, yeah. Right. I think this guy is probably more relevant to even smaller point games. So if you're playing a thousand points, for example, and you can't afford a vampire lord, mm-hmm. this is where I would find him more feasible. But yeah, that's me. That's fair. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, decent character for um, play points games. Yep. Yeah. Uh, before we go, any uh, have you done magic items on him? Anything else on him? No, we're right. Plus one defense. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I screwed up on the Balefire catapult. It's the reload. I think I'm still stuck in Warhammer World and thinking of mages where they get that free pivot to... Yeah, no free pivot. ...do their magic. Yeah. Halt is, yeah. don't touch me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. move on to the next one. 
Uh, so we're essentially giving the Revenant King a birthday present, uh, an undead worm. Um, it's got straight cred. Yeah, straight cred. What? <laughs> um, so speed 7 says speed 5, still hits the same at 4+, plus. defense is the same at 5. You get more attacks, 9 instead of 5. Uh, nerve gets bumped up considerably to 1820, uh, and it's 190 points. His crushing strength goes up by 2 as well, so it's CS3, still got surge 6, still inspires, no longer individual. Because he's a monster. Yeah. Um, What's his footprint? Just 50 by 50. 50. Sorry, 50 What's that? That's tiny. You can give him, give the worm, yeah, uh, give him a winged worm um, to give it speed 10 and fly. That's 45 extra points. Mm. So not a bad little flying chomper. For Pretty 70 good. points, I actually never even considered this guy, really, just looking at him, because he is so in-betweeny, but for 70 points, you get a lot. He's a really more of a do. combat beast, yeah. He becomes way more of a combat beast, crushing yeah. strength 3 and virtually double the attacks, and, and then he has that flanking risk, which he otherwise doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Still got surge 6, he can still more or less keep up with the cavalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's alright, and he, he, he presents a pretty cool little modelling opportunity, I reckon. Mm. Definitely. The Revenant King on the Undead Worm, I think if you can make him fly, um, that's way better than the Vampire Lord alternatives. So 235 points for that configuration. Yeah, it's so good. Two, sorry, what was it? 235? Yeah. As opposed to 330 for a Vampire on Undead Dragon. Yeah. Mm. It is a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. And plus, at that point, plus one defense is very tempting as well. Mm. You're vastly increasing his points but i mean he's super tough then i think while we're here and we're comparing characters we'll discuss at the same time the vampire on undead dragon since they're kind of similar roles um comparing the two like you said 330 points for the vampire and that's automatically built in fly speed 10 so 95 points more effectively yep uh the vampire fights a little better with melee three the defense is the same at 5. It gets one more attack than the Revenant King with 10 attacks. Mm-hmm. The nerve drops by 1, so it's a 17-19 nerve. Mm-hmm. Um, the special options, the Dragon gets a breath 10 attack. Um, the Crushing's the same. Inspiring's the same. Vampire's got Life Leech 2 instead of... One for the Revenant King and Surge is actually half Surge as good. is three. Surge three is is very unreliable. Mm. I don't think a Vampire Lord. If you're using Surge on him, you've done something wrong. I do, I disagree. He's still is Surge. You only want to Surge one inch a lot of the time. Yeah, but I want him in combat. I want him charging. He's also got the ability to take heal or lightning bolt for ten or twenty points. Yeah, I think you're tooling him up too much then. If you've got all those items. What's his role? I think you're a bit confused if you take yeah. it. <laughs> if you're paying 330 points, though, you, I'd be putting the plus one defense on him every day of the week. Five plus is just not enough for a model that's that expensive. Mm. I flat out, I just, I only like the base vampire lord. I don't like his alternatives at all. I like the vampire and dragon. I think he's really good, but. I actually didn't make this realisation until now, but for 95 points less, I actually prefer the Revenant King on yeah. Flying Worm. Mm. Absolutely. I don't think I would be using the Breath Attack as much as I'd like, especially when you've got nine crushing three attacks in the 
Revenant King. Yeah, I think you use it once, don't you? You fly over, get into position, you breathe on someone, and then from basically the rest of the game you charge stuff. Yeah. Maybe once more if you're lucky, but then even then it's not going to do a huge amount. Mm. Um, because the Revenant King costs less, do you so think it's feasible less. that he doesn't take a Defense 6 item and giving something else? Yeah. Like I think Defense 6 ability? is just exponentially better than Defense 5. Though. It is. Um, it makes you, for me, what Defense 6 does more than anything else is it makes you next to immune to things that don't have crushing strength or piercing. Mm-hmm. Because they're just not even going to bother to attack you. Because, I mean, with Defense like, 6, you, it's, it's just meaningless attacking them most of the time. So, this is probably my confirmation bias. But just through quickly looking, I feel like the majority of units in this game have either no crushing strength or crushing strength 1. So, you've literally made him immune to the majority of the units in this game. But well, most not people literally. Power gaming wankers, but oh yeah, but sixes is <laughs> figuratively. Yeah, well, figuratively, yes. But then um, you also got to factor in items and bane chant, which a lot of armies have access to, um, and allies. Yes. So if you're taking a balance list, you are taking something that can take that they can deal with heavily armored units. Mm. And monstrous creatures yeah. are crushing strength too. Um, most armies have access to one. Monstrous infantry, a lot of it has. Sorry, monstrous, monstrous mm-hmm. infantry. I should be saying. And monsters themselves are two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, two two's not that uncommon, I don't think. Mm. Two plus. Um, or a combination which, which of Which takes TC. away from defense. When I was first reading the rules, I thought defense six just felt overpowered. And then mm-hmm. playing it in a few games, I'm like, actually, not really. It's mm. just it's just more against the the things that hit really hard are going to still do a lot of damage to you. Yep. The things that... um, It's just the little weak things you become, like, you, just, you can just lord over, like basic infantry and stuff mm. in defense six and if you really wanted a breath weapon you could give him the item of dragon kind <laughs> that's yep. if you felt like you were missing out on some breath weapon action <laughs> um otherwise he's a decent flying choice yeah he's uh, he's so like i had just skimmed over the entry before he is so legit mm. um, just surge six and also 50 mil Bring it on. footprint is so small yeah yeah i think that was a mistake actually um, making monsters on 50 mils. Uh, I feel like that's, like, Alessio just penned that quickly going, yeah, that's how big Warhammer models are, right? <laughs> because what size would you make them, though? Um, I'd make that, maybe like, 75. high off dragon 50 size. by 100 or 75 by 100 or something like that? 75 that's by 75 most of them are. is all right. 75 by 75? 50 yeah, is them just so small, like, it's, it's really hard to fit any yeah. of the... And it's not just Games Workshop models. Like any of the bigger, um, you know, fancy fantasy models that you can get from other companies out there, like they're too. You need to be creative if you mil. want to keep them on a fifty. Otherwise, I mean, they start looking that... weird. There's like a, like this big ass dragon, like doing like a ballerina tippy toe <laughs> on like a wee rock or something. You know, it's a bit weird. Um, you can use the exceptional base size rule. So if you got something that you really want to use, you just bump up the base size. Yeah, it does it does nothing but disadvantage you really. Yeah. Uh, depends on what it is. If you've got a defense six thing, it's actually not so bad having a larger base size, so you can block things up easier. Guess so, yeah. I guess base size really doesn't matter as much in Kings of War than it did in Warhammer, because they can just go, "I'm putting all the attacks on you anyway, regardless of your base size." In terms of combat, yeah, but movement it makes a big difference. A big thing. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and things are less maneuverable because you can't just march all the time and willy wheel willy nilly and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I find that's right. pretty important. Um, anyway, tangents. Undead standard bearer. Who's taken this while I get a 
drink. Oh, I'll do it. Right. Uh, so this guy's uh, hero infantry unit, uh, speed five, melee five up, no range attack, defense four, uh, one attack, fearless, and a route value of 13 at 50 points. For that, you get individual inspiring and shambling. Uh, he also has additional options to throw him on a horse for speed eight at 15 points which will turn him into a hero cav. I feel like they totally dropped the ball on this guy. What was that? Well, well, let me take that back. Uh, in 1,000 points or less, grab him. Why not? One of them, 50 points, possibly worth it. Because for 35 points, you can have a necromancer with surge 8. I was about to say he's inspiring as well, but I've just read it. He's actually not. So I'm going to just eat my <laughs> words now. <laughs> That's exactly what he's used for. This guy I would use just if you're stretched for inspiring options, I think. 50-point drop. You don't have to necessarily give him anything, and he's going to keep those little units hanging around that little bit longer. Actually, not a bad idea at all. I mean, Hmm. if you don't have a Lich King, a heap of vampires, um, White Lord, most of those really cool characters that you're bound to have in your army that are all inspiring... If you don't have an abundance of those for some reason, then pick one up. Cheap. Yep. Especially if you're stretched for points. I mean, you could go down the path of whacking a necromancer and giving him the inspiring talisman, which gives him inspiring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But this guy, at 50 points, you don't even have to give him anything and he's doing his job. Just wave the banner, keep the dudes around a little bit longer. <laughs> True that. Mm. I think he's a good, good, um, good unit for 50 points. If, yeah, just for the inspiring. Yep. Hmm. Or give them hand grenades. I like hand grenades. Yeah, you're a big fan of that. <laughs> big fan of the hand grenades. <laughs> yeah, I love the little... Uh, fr- I'd give him a five-point shooting weapon any day of the week. Those little things are so sweet. If you get cheeky and just get one extra wound on like a badly damaged unit, you're going, I'll just spend hmm. five points to kill your massive unit. <laughs> yeah, just to push it over <laughs> the edge. Um, I also like healing charm on my standard bearers. So they're sitting behind the unit that you're waving the flag for and then heal. Yep. Yeah. It's another good one, if you've got the points. Yeah. All right. All right. I think he's pretty easy down. Okay. Uh, okay. Now we're jumping back to the Cursed Pharaoh, because um, we were talking about him before. Uh, this guy is speed 5, melee 3, defense 6, built in. Uh, 5 attacks, 15, 17 nerve, and 145 points. Uh, he punches a bit harder with than the um, Revenant King with crushing strength 2. Still individual, still inspires. He has regen 5, though. And Surge 6. Yeah, this guy's awesome. Mm. Whack him. Give him the wings. The wings um, is just yeah. such an... Like, it just screams wings, doesn't it? I mean, yep. speed 5 yep. is the only disadvantage on his hope in his whole profile. Yep. Chuck some wings on him and all of a sudden you mitigate that disadvantage and he's just a baller. Super survivable. Yeah. I mean, regen 5 as well as life leech is pretty yep. good. And if you're shooting at him, depending on what you're shooting at him with, he's minus 1 to hit for being individual. Mm-hmm. It's quite hard to remove off the board mm. if played correctly. Yeah, but you're only taking one because you need the wings. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty expensive anyway. <laughs> 145. What's the wings worth? Like 30 or 40 points yeah, or something, like isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, he's good. Just give him the wings. Don't bother with anything else. Uh, good for disordering, disordering um, mages and archers. Maybe character snipe with crushing two can take out some low defense. Mages. Would you really be throwing him that far ahead? Well, I'm talking. If you've spent two hundred points. Ah, okay. I was going to say if you spent. Doing the first turn. Two hundred points. You want him to be hanging around your units to keep him alive and stuff. Oh. Why not? Yep. Uh, and next, Vampire Lord. The 
Beard's gone. Well, here we go. <laughs> okay, so it's not a blender lord, but it'll do. It's pretty bloody close. Um, I didn't realise by default the movement's seven. That's pretty yep. good. Giving them a horse gives them one extra movement and increases two. their size. Two. Oh, two. They go to nine. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Whoops. Anyway, uh, hit on threes, defense six, eight attacks. Their nerves a bit garbage at 14, 16 for 220 points. They're pretty expensive, but crushing strength two, inspiring life leech two, and surge three. Like, I think what makes these guys shine is 360 charge arc. Like, I just you of put them in the middle. And, yep. Yeah, because of individual, and they can hunt things. Also, if they've got fly, you can be in a combat, like in the middle of nowhere, and then suddenly you've just charged one of the enemy's characters. Mm. You know, they have if, to if be... they've left a character within 20 of you, you're going to charge it. And you have to, they have to see the character, so you're not going to be picking yeah, off yeah. dudes on foot. Yeah, but they've got 360 sight, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're taking them on kind of easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of, I really like these guys, but they are kind of expensive, so you can't take too many of them. But again, there's certain things they get to take on by themselves, and I feel like they're just a really good unit to go hunt the back lines or give you that little bit of extra push... Also, if you really need to, they can be a roadblock, defense six. Mm. You, know, you could take a charge and not really care. Also, one thing that I find I really like about them is Life Leech 2 adds up so quickly because they're so maneuverable. You're constantly going to be charging, and very quickly you'll get to a point where if they're having units like giant squares on the battlefield, you know, you will get behind them and they won't be attacking back. So, yeah, like you find you can heal yourself up pretty quickly. Are you giving them options? Are you giving them a heal 2 or lightning 3? Um, I think surge 3 is garbage, so I reckon heal 2 is the better choice. But then again, I don't think it matters. I wouldn't waste the points, because you want to be charging things with them. If you're not, you're kind of not playing mm. them right. Yeah, I think yeah. especially heal 2, because 10 points is for something that um, isn't going to do a whole lot. when. Also, you like, what's, why heal 2 when you can charge something in life leech 2? Mm. And, like, there's that 100%... It's not 100, but it's pretty high chance you're going to do two wounds. Yeah, crushing two is pretty good. Yeah. Mm. I gave it, I chucked lightning bolt on mine once in the first game I played against Spoon because I thought, why not, when I had 20 points left over. It's pretty cool, um, a vampire flying about, <laughs> shooting things with lightning. <laughs> yeah, well, I just sort of like had a turn where I was sort of rotating or something and just zapped his dragon lord and killed it. So I was like, mm -hmm. that was worth it. That was totally <laughs> worth it. Good spend. Actually, a believer in a bit of, uh, bit of lightning. Why not? Um, what are we giving him, to, or her, in terms of magic item? I mean, you could, uh, like we've discussed. Wings of the Honey Maze and plus one defense are both juicy. Uh, it's already defense six. It's already defense six. Uh, oh, whoops, I was looking at the dragon. Yes, you're right, defense six. Maybe not that one, but the, the wings are still good. You can give him extra crushing, elite, brutal, vicious, all of those are good. See, I reckon he's so good already that you're just reaching realms of diminishing returns. Um... No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that this is what diminishing returns necessarily means, though, man. Like, oh, well, I mean, how often? I mean, plus one to hit when you got ten attacks is better than plus one to hit when you got five. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's such mm. a. Sometimes it's worth spending the extra points on the big unit. Yeah, mm. but playing. Oh yeah, and no, this no, is no, coming like, from a person that, Lord, that is notorious for running around with a vampire juiced up with yeah. every <laughs> possible <laughs> point of magic like, item. But. Like. If we were playing Warhammer, yeah, you give him all the bells and whistles because you want to go in and you need him to be reliable. In this game, you charge something in the flank and you're never going to get hit back. Like, so it doesn't matter as much. Also, the majority of things in the game, crushing two strengths is going to be good enough. And you're never going to kill a unit with just the Vampire Lord. Like, eight attacks is never going to do it, but it's not about that. It's just about weakening things. So you have to or going in with something charge. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
absolutely. But he can. He's 360 charge ups. Ridiculous. If you're going to give him nothing, maybe just like a blade of slashing or something is okay. Just like five points, rerolled, one die to hit. Something mm-hmm. like that could be okay. You're probably going to miss at least one time each time. An extra hit is pretty nice when you've got crushing strength too. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad option. So if you've got a couple of points spare, why not? So I really... Why not consider... So, sorry, no, you go, you go. I'm trying to find it anyway. Uh, one that I'd consider if I wasn't running it on a Lich King or a Necromancer is that extra Surge. Yes, I know you want him in combat, but bringing him to Surge 7 instead of Surge 3... True, pretty good. ...may help. I feel like there's other things in your list that can Surge. Like, if you're relying yeah, on there is, Surge, but... you want things that are not Vampire Lords doing it. There may be, may be occasions... In the game, though, Viv, where he can't charge or you don't want to charge the unit that's in front of him. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. You because there's no overruns in this game, though. That, like, that means that you've done that. Like, that's been your choice. There is overruns. Because oh, yeah, he's individual as well. Targets, so. But how often does that happen? Uh, more often than you think. Yeah, right. Hmm. It's, it's one I'd probably put on uh, the Necromancers more than Yeah, anything, I think with your dedicated you surges. I think the, Boots of the, the Seven choices. Leagues could be cool, too. Uh, is that Vanguard? the Vanguard one? Yeah, that's good. He doesn't one. shamble. Especially if he's on a horse. So is is uh, is the Vanguard just a move or is it a double charge? But move at the double. So you can just chuck him fourteen inches up the board? Yep. Or could catch some suckers by surprise. That one that one would mm. be more tempted to use on um if you know, again in secret list situations. Mm-hmm. Still pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I would actually put that on something that has surge twelve, so I can cheekily hide it behind some terrain where they can't shoot it off and then he can just sit there and surge things forward. But yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, enough of that. Let's give him a pony. A pony with wings. Undead Pegasus with a vampire on top is 245 points. It gives you a speed 10 flying large cavalry character. Uh, he fights like a vampire should. Um, melee 3, defense 5, so not as uh, defensive as the fellow on foot. 8 attack still, nerves the same at 14, 16. Crushing 2 still. Uh, inspires no individual life leech to surge three and the same options. So you're paying 25 points to lose a defense to fly. I think unless you've already used the wings. But you're also losing individual, so you can flank dudes and double or triple your attacks. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I think more important than that, that <laughs> is more important than that is that you're paying 10 points more than the revenant king on flying worm. Mm. And what oh, are you yeah, getting no, for that? I'd never take this guy. I'd never take mm. the So comparing the two, um, he fights a bit better than the king, in, so it's melee's better than one. Uh, by yeah, one, one better melee, but one less attack. So. One less attack. Nerves not as good. The crushing strength not as worse. good. Surge isn't as good. Life leech is better by one. Uh, yeah, you don't get a lot. <laughs> Your nerve is four higher on the on the uh, on the worm. Yeah. For me, it's a skip, this yeah, one. especially Absolutely. with the, like you just pointed out. A vampire on a pegasus yeah. is pretty cool, though. I mean, it's like a perfect mixture between evil and pretty. <laughs> Vivian, would you like an undead pegasus? Um, probably not. Like, you know, <laughs> if I was going to stick a horn on something, it wouldn't be a horse. Mm. Okay. We'll leave that one where it lies. We shall. Uh, we've kind of gone over the vampire on under dragon. Um... Did we want to go over it again? Uh, not really. Not really. Nope. Okay. Give it, give it the plus one defense every time if you're going to take it. Yep. Sounds good. For me. Um, let's drop down to... How about Lycanus? This is the werewolf hero. Um, like the werewolf, speed nine. Melee three, defense five, five attacks. 
1315 nerve with 145 points. He's large infantry hero, um, crushing two, inspiring only to werewolves though, and nimble like other werewolves. Um, I think he's alright. I don't rate him. I reckon he's a very fast, small footprint um, hero that's good to run with, say, two hordes of werewolves. Yep. Uh, and the price is pretty good, 145. What's that compare with the unit? The regiment, what's the price of that? Uh, regiment is 160. 160. So the nerve is better on the Lycanus by 1, 13, 15, instead of um, 12, 12, 14 of the regiment. Uh, The attacks drop by 4, but his crushing goes up by 1, and Mm -hmm. again, inspiring. I don't think he's too bad. I like Mm, him. I like him too. He could block um, stuff. He's ve- what you. It's hard to underestimate the fact that you got a speed nine thing with a really small footprint. Yeah. I mean, it's like a flyer without actually flying. Yeah. Um, Crushing two is good, like we've discussed. Similar to the Revenant King, you could chuck an extra defense on him and block things with him. Mm-hmm. But unlike the Revenant King, uh, you can maneuver him with nimble around something's rear, and then you're hitting it with fifteen attacks at Crushing Strength two. And mm. that's pretty f***ing scary. Even without giving a single upgrade, you don't have to give him anything to do that. Yeah. Vanguard works well as well. I mean, you can th- you could you could argue that you could do the same with a unit of werewolves. I feel like the, the best comparison for him, in a way, is an actual unit of werewolves, because for 15 points more, you get a regiment of them. Mm. Um, you get, like, what, four extra attacks on the werewolves. You get a bit of extra... Uh, slightly less nerve. So a few more attacks. You're basically swapping a few more attacks for an extra crushing strength and a lot more maneuverability. So if you're hitting a rear or a flank, um, you know, he's he's golden. Mm. Yep. Great for picking off war machines and stray characters, I would say. Because yes. um, the smaller footprint yeah. helps, and he's large infantry as well, so we can see, see it's all fellas. Yep. Um, you could even... We mentioned it in the nature review too, Ben. You could use him to uh, block units, because he's not an individual... Yeah, that's right. And it's, that's not bad for 145 points, I guess. Hmm. Why not? I'd go very light on magic items if I was going to give him anything. So if he's not an individual, mm-hmm. that means he can only charge things with front up, right? Yes. Which is yes, why you need to... to set it up in your nimble. Yeah. I don't want heroes to make me think. <laughs> 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 You're playing the wrong faction yeah. then, mate. Really? Just play ogres. No. Ogre. Don't need more ogres on the field. <laughs> Don't compete with me. Um, we'll we won't one. get into legendary heroes just yet. How about uh, Hugh? You can take the Lich King. Lich King. All right. I love the Lich King. He is legit. Um, Lich. Lychee King. <laughs> similar to um, the Necromancer, only he's like a more competent fruit salesman. <laughs> he's got... He's you. Re- like, I feel like this is again one of those ones you got to compare them side yep. by side because you, you're looking at 60 extra points. He's got uh, he's always 145 points. Speed five, melee five plus, defense four plus, one attack, uh, 14 slash 16 nerve, which is pretty high for a wizard on foot. Um, he picks up uh, individual inspiring regen and surge. Mm. Regen's a bit a bit of a weird one actually uh, for a wizard again, but um, like, he could actually conceivably chuck himself in front of something and survive if it's not too killy. Unlike virtually every other wizard in well, the game, I'd suggest. Would you agree with that? I mm. really like the regen. With the high nerve, yeah. If somebody's shooting at you, you can take a round of shooting, 
hide behind something and, and heal you know, back the regen's up. healing yeah. you back up. And because he's nerfed, Especially if he has heal himself, he's yeah. very hard to remove with and shooting. Nerve 14, 16 is so much better than the Necromancer because the Necromancer takes a stray hit and you're going to lose him. The Lich King can mm. take that hit and come back from it. I don't think you can heal yourself. You can't. Though, you... No, it's the regen though. Oh, you can't? Yeah, oh, it's a shooting thing. You can't shoot yourself. Yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just very versatile caster. I mean, coming with what about uh, his options? Surge twelve is 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 lovely is, that he comes with standard. I think you're rarely going to want to swap that out, but you do have the option to. You got heal six for twenty points, or you can replace surge for free. I made the mistake of doing that in the last game and constantly <laughs> regretted not having surge. And then the uh, the other guy that did have surge. I kept wishing he had heal. So, <laughs> so I'm going to say, unless you spread it out really nicely um, and deploy better than I did, um, perhaps both is better than one or the other. I don't know. You just want surge when yeah. you've got the option there. Also I comes think. down to your points. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, Lightning Bolt 5 for 35, 35 points, points yeah. is very good in an army that's craving ways of reaching out and touching stuff. Mm-hmm. You're very reliably going to put a couple of damage on stuff with that, mm-hmm. and that, um, that forces the nerve check, which is what you want. Um, Banechant 3 is a reasonably reliable Banechant, mm-hmm. um, which again is really good in an, in an army that doesn't have a lot of crushing strength. You make your killy stuff killier, you make your crappy stuff like zombies suddenly become significantly killier, really. Like, yeah. if you've got 40 attacks or something out of a legion, then that's, that's the business. Uh, you can chuck him on a horse, uh, which I, which is just your army list, really. Like, if you, if you're running him along, Side a bunch of revenant cavalry, then do that. If you're walking along a bunch of zombies, then don't. Mm-hmm. I suggest, yeah. Yep. Although, as Viv said before, he can cop a few shots from shooting, so maybe it's worth just putting him on the cavalry anyway, so that you can uh, you can go, you know, shoot him if you want, but he's going to regen. Mm-hmm. Only that. And he if, can, if uh, he's sitting behind your infantry on a horse anyway, they're going to be minus one to hit him, minus two to hit him. And yeah, because of individual and then so cover. individual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so actually, come to think of it, maybe a horse is a pretty good option a lot of the time. But it depends. If you're giving him heaps of spells, I like to take him with a lot of flexibility, like a lot of spells. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just take him base for Surge 12, and he's not bad at all. thing is, for me, what I found in the last couple of games I've played with him, because I've taken him in every game, uh, if you don't have anything really worth surging... And often, if you if you're moving up, what people forget with surge is they go, oh, we'll just chuck it like you know, surge anything all the time, and then occasionally we'll surge into a flank or something at the right moment. I find that in practice, you use surge almost exclusively for getting a charge in, because if you're advancing in one wide front, the last thing you want to do is send one or two units significantly forward of the others. Mm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a bit hard to describe. It makes them stick out and then easier to be charged. Yeah, you don't want to just expose someone's flank for no reason. Like, you're not going to charge it, cast it turn one on your skellies and turn two on your, Mm. you know, zombies or something. Like, it's just not going to happen that way. So, having a way to reach out and touch someone with Lightning Bolt, and that's an expensive upgrade, I think is really worthwhile. Bane Chant's really good for flexibility, so it's heal. So, I like to give him a lot of points of... Um, spells mm. and because I like to do that um, I don't tend to give him anything else I mm. I have someone I take over this guy but I don't know if we're talking about him yet no. not yet he needs to go yeah don't worry <laughs> um, Surge 12 good for getting through uh, terrain as well so if you've got knights stuck in a river 
Um, that'll be good. Keep keep notebook. Oh, don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's a decent caster. How about we compare him with Necromancer right now? Okay, Doc. Necromancer's so, cheap and cheerful. Same stats essentially, except for the nerve being 10, 12 instead of 14, 16. And like you described, Hugh, 60 points less, so he's 85. Uh, individual and Surge 8 is what he comes with, and you give him the options to heal 3 for 15 points or swap it out. Uh, only Lightning Bolt 3 for 20, Bane Chant 2, and pop in on a pony for 15 points. So like the Lich King, but reduced. All the spells are cut in half. That's right. Um, nice cheap surges or heals. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Uh, magic items on either of these guys. Uh, the surge, extra surge. If you need to surge, extra surge is good. Brings you up to yeah, surge. I don't 16. really like extra surge. On actually. one more than the other. Um, uh, I don't know. It's forty points for four extra surge. Surge sixteen. <laughs> Again, it depends what you're using surge for. If you really want to bolt up the board, mm. then sure. But the thing is. In a game all about maneuverability, you don't want to move somewhere between 1 and 16 inches because you don't know where the hell you're going to end up. <laughs> yeah. You're going to you're gonna get disrupted. It's, it's, it seems like just a, a nub play to be like, I'm just going to surge this thing with surge 16 and see what happens. Yeah, that just the other thing is the hell of it. <laughs> you can't, if you say roll 10 out of 16, for example, you can't choose to move it like 6. You have to move it the whole, whole distance. whatever you yeah. roll. It's got to have a roll so, if you're going to do it. So so unreliable like I'd, it just seems like um, you could catch people off guard putting your dick in the wind to me it, uh, yeah, you could catch people off guard like or if you you've could got fluff it by a few inches or you could do like what I did in the last game and roll 12 surge dice and get none yeah. <laughs> in that game who was that against I can't remember it wasn't the last game but um, you know it can happen mm. but if you've got a couple of casters you might be able to catch someone off by getting them in the flank from a really long surge. I feel like changing surge 3 to surge 7 is better than changing surge 12 to surge 16, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I think it's if you're taking both, that's definitely the case, is because um, you have two reliable surges instead of Just one, one massive one. Yeah, I'd agree there. I mean, not that surge 8 is bad, but because it's probably all you need. Mm -hmm. But like you said, if you want to run across the board because it's fun, you can do that. Uh, it might also be good to get across the line for invade, um, invade or grab an objective in oh, last turn. Necromancer's nerve is so low; they always yes. disappear if they get hit, and you you've got to be ready for that. Them. Yeah, and sometimes you can't. Like flying things that shoot magic missiles, and give a shit about what you intend. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to take them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both good options. Um, mm -hmm. All right, let's get into the. Um, the big wigs. Uh, who can take this one? Hand up. Alright, Viv, off you go. Oh wait, okay, First yes, one. it's my time to shine. Okay. I imagine lady. this guy is We're like, going the lady. Oh what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to do Nicolas Cage. No. Lady Alona? I is All that right, an I-L-O-N? She's she's a vampire lord, pretty much, but is a lot more expensive and comes with every spell. Well, pretty much every spell, except for Bane Chant, I think. Also, I have no idea what level Eternal does. But in terms of stats, she has one extra movement. Uh, and that's pretty much the only thing that changes, except for an extra crushing strength. And, yeah, like every spell under the sun. So defense 6 still, 8 attack still, 14, 16 nerve. Yeah, so 280 yeah. points. 
Crushing 3, Heal 3, Individual Inspiring Life Leech 2, Lightning 3, Surge 3, and the Promise of Love Eternal is enemy heroes attacking her. Receive Neg 1 to hit in melee. That's okay, but I feel like people won't really charge her. That is and a yeah, lot of points. I would just take a normal vampire. I don't see the point of her. Because all of those spells are garbage, and again, that's not what you want to do with her. No. I feel like she's decent. Like, you, if you just add up what you get for those points. It's a crushing three. It's nothing amazing. pretty good. It's not bad. She's not getting shot off because of individual and defense six. Yeah. Still inspires for anyone who's running up for, like, Cav because she's speed eight. Yeah. Um, I, I you're would... probably going to lightning something if you can't charge it. Yeah, I'd use her to charge things and then that makes pretty much her spells useless so i just don't see it come down to my philosophy with the vampire lord yeah for 60 points you get your speed you get a crushing strength and maybe you'll chuck out a lightning bolt every now and again mm. and neg one to hit in combat and neg one to From hit against heroes. other heroes if they're silly enough to get charged by you which actually they don't necessarily even need to be that silly with speed eight. Oh no 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 she will always charge them the problem is they're not going to charge you back they're just going to walk away so they're not charging anything else? Not necessarily. They've got 360 charge arc. If you're charging yeah, but, another hero, so they they've can... probably got individual. They just charge something else. So they'd else. have to do something at the side because they can't see at the front. Yes. But they can see behind mm-hmm. them. They can go anywhere else, basically. They can just walk away. So unless you kill them, mm-hmm. which you're not going to with eight attacks. Yeah. What you're failing to factor in, though, is that she's like a wicked vampire female heroine. And she's like, you know... Mincing foes. Yeah, she's got a, like a little bit of minor witchy poo going on, but mainly she's just a mad beat stick mm. cow, yeah. you know. I think she's too expensive for my lists at 280, um, but it's not something I'd throw in the bin because a uh, speed eight crushing three, it's a very small footprint individual. If you give character. the vampire lord heal and lightning bolt to bring her in line, mm-hmm. um, then she's 30 points more for an extra crushing. For crushing and, and a speed yeah. and neg and one. One extra heal and neg one. It's Which actually not bad for thirty points. Good value. So yeah. essentially if you've got the extra If you want to spend the extra If you points. wanted to give them a few basically, if you've taken a vampire lord and you find for some reason you've given them Heal and lightning bolt, which you might do. It's not that many points. If you go on a cast. So you do it, then you probably should just go Lady Elona because it's just a slightly better one. Mm. And I could see an army made up of like a fairly gun heavy list and then mm. this chick has got a bit of bite to her as well so once they come close you can thing out front and knock some heads yeah crushing strength three does make a significant difference she's pretty potent mm. yeah i mean like if you like her take her she's not bad though yeah but just wouldn't probably see her in most lists all right viv oh i shall God. let you rain so pic- picture nicholas cage who can like shoot fireballs from his hands but that's pretty Nicolas much Cage has a face. No. Unless no, in that movie Face no. Off. Yes. Is that what you're talking? We don't know if it's George Travolta. <laughs> Morgoth the face off. It could be both. Anyway, this guy is by far my favourite. I think I'm going to struggle not to include him in every list. Um, he is ridiculously tough. <laughs> he always just likes the most expensive. Yes. No, no, no. He's cheaper than Lady, smallest army. Lady Pretend Isabella. Like, Morgoth the Faceless is just solid. He is a toolbox. He fulfills the Kairos role. And that's what I was thinking when I saw him. My, my God, this is Kairos, but better because he's a Except that um, Kairos is a better caster because you can only cast one spell. Yeah, I know, but you've still got the options. 
which I find amazing. So, like, if you don't need to surge shit, fine, fireball something. If you don't need to fireball something, lightning bolt it. He's very inspiring as well, and he flies. So, you can fly him around everywhere, and pretty much everything in your army within a flank is going to have inspiring, which is pretty solid. He's super hard to kill. Nerve 19, defense 6, regen 5. Like, you're not killing him that easy. Also, if you do ever charge him, he's flying. You're just going to bug out and disappear. Um, and I just think the toolbox is just so good. And also, because uh, Undead suffer with so much chaff, so much like big flying griblies, Lightning Bolt 6 will keep them honest. Fireball 15 will keep units honest. Like, the flying bird chaff will just disappear. And that's what you need mm. when you're running two units of 10 Soul Reaver Cav. <laughs> when you're you running chaff to bugger <laughs> off. And, like, could you imagine fighting Soul Reaver chaff with this guy heal sixing, like, every turn? Like, <laughs> He's mm-hmm. just, yeah, wow. I, I just saw him and I'm like, my god, this guy is everything I wanted. Because could you imagine buffing up a Lich King to that? It would be a billion points and not be as good. Um, I'll just factor in the numbers now. Uh, okay, let's have a look here. So Bane Chant 4, 5 or 15, fly, heal, So I've just given the li- uh, Lich King all the bells and whistles and he comes at 240 points, so that's... Surge 12, heal 6, lightning 5, bane chant 3, and on a pony for speed 8. Yeah, okay, so he's worse in every way, and yeah, they're, they're not even comparable. So the surge is the same, they've still got regen, um, lightning goes down by 1, heal goes down by... Oh, the heal's the same, bane chant goes down by 1, which I don't think is a bad thing because it's yeah. probably going to go off anyway. Yeah, yeah. What fireball does the guy get? Doesn't need it, no. doesn't have it. Okay, fair enough. Fireball's the one that you're probably going to almost never go. Really? Fireball 15, and if you're hitting, like, defense 3, which most chaff is, I feel like Fireball 15 is way more reliable than Lightning Ball 6. He's a very expensive chaff chaser. I think yeah. that he's a... But that's not his only role. At the first turn or two, yeah, maybe. But in, in the other turns, it's all about that Surge 12, Heal 6. And the Bane Chant, if you need it. Also, his points that they're not going to kill. So if you have to get him across a line, you know he's going to survive. They're never going to catch him. There'll be enough terrain for you to hide him from just about anything. Like, his points mm. denial at the same time. I just see him as an amazing investment. The points denial only works for kill, because objective ones he can't claim, being an individual. individual. He can still get across yeah. the line, though, can't he? For that um, get across the line one, where you go to points to survive. Right. Yeah, yeah he's, he counts in that. I think you're forgetting one of the one of his special rules too. Touch of darkness is actually wait. Quite I can't good. see that in my thing. I've no so idea. So 25 uh, points, it gives regen five to something. Oh, that is pretty freaking good. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I I have the points for that. So you'd be you be chucking that, that on a on your zombie legion. Oh, I'll be chucking that on my soul reaver cav. Yeah. Try and push that around <laughs> when I'm healing it for six and it's got regen five. Oh. <laughs> I think he just had an accident in his pants. <laughs> yeah, mm. wow. And just Need again, shower toolbox. After this move. Toolbox. Like, even just Bane chanting Wraiths, <laughs> for example, if they're already in combat, you know, giving them the uh, two pen instead of one makes a big difference. Are you taking any other casters? Yes. Alongside I Mobile? am taking two Necromancers on horses. It's a lot of magic. It sure is, but I'll explain my philosophy when it comes down to the list. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, so he's a very expensive, very versatile flying caster. Um, very hard to take off yeah. unless you're Nerve 19 smart. is like, it's higher than every unit in my, in my army. He is the 
toughest thing in my list. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And he's, a, he's yeah, an infantry still, model. He's a single I don't think you model. want to um, throw him into combat or but even he totally try could. and give him the option. He could be an emergency redirector because he's got regen 5, defense 6, 19 um, nerve. Like, he could mm. just run into something and then be, okay, cool, and then fly away. A can opener could take him out in one Yeah, day. I don't think I'd be redirecting whites with him. Um, or just any <laughs> smaller unit to take just to do one wound on him. He flies off, gets out of the way, can't cast anything. Yeah, you have to wait for the regen it, to take effect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But again, like it's if I'm redirecting it with him, it's a desperate situation. Mm. I think mm. that's it. Yep. I think you summed him up pretty well. He's a lot of points. He's never going to get his points back, but he's very likely to retain them. And yep. support your army while he's at it, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. All right, with the army down, do you think there are any allies from other neutral or evil armies that you'd be taking to oh, um, help out? Apart from the obligatory um, ogres with plus one or Empire of Dust equivalent? Um, well, if we're talking about the enslaved guardian archers, um, yeah, yeah, or the ogre shooters. Yeah, they. I'd take those over the three catapults any day of the week. They're more reliable. Mm-hmm. They do more damage, and they've got they've got cool range. And then when anything does reach them in combat, they're gonna punch it in the head. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I just love them. Yeah, they are a good unit. Yeah, I think you're so spoiled for choice in this army. It's insane. Mm, a lot of options. It's way too many options. Do you mean mm-hmm. in the mercenaries or in the actual undead list? The whole undead list. I feel like the undead list, everything does the same. I feel like there's not much variety. So I actually. I'm looking at other lists so I can mix it up a bit. I, I hate to say it, but a lot of the stuff's the same. It really is. Like, even How my so? legendary caster is just a caster with the same spells. And, like, the majority of the units overlap. I yeah, wanna... you get used to that in Kings of War pretty quickly, though, man. It's about the subtle differences. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Most things feel quite similar and yeah. occasionally bland. It's kind of the biggest disadvantage of the game. Yeah. Like, jumping into other armies is when I just... I love that idea. I, I just think it brings some really nice flavour to the somewhat bland Undead roster. Is it just the um, big archers that you're bringing oh, on? Oh, no, you can take just about anything. I had a really good look at the Night Stalkers and then, like, all of them monsters and stuff. And I was even thinking, like, the Portal of Despair sounds cool. Like, I just... The Undeads so don't many... have any monsters. Yeah, none at all. And then I was looking at the like the reanimated behemoth and stuff, but then I can't really fit it in my list, so I kind of just shied away from it. The soul snare's really cool, but again, I'm taking a ridiculous caster, so I don't really need it. You'd have to buy a unit to unlock though, either of those. Yeah, I'd take anyway. the archers, the guardian archers. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the soul snare you can't take. It's a living legend, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh. You can't take them as allies. Okay, I didn't know that. I just saw war engine. No. Um... Yeah, it's hard-pressed. I mean, monsters, because they don't have any. Uh, they've got cheap um, units, so you don't need chaff. Um, they've got some powerful cavalry. Not a lot in the way of large infantry, but do you want to uh, give up those werewolves or whites? Probably not. I think just reliable shooting is just about the only thing that the army lacks. And in fact, the shooting they have is not bad. It's mm. just cheap and unreliable, but if you need, just take more of it if, you know... And you shouldn't have too much of a problem with flyers, like not being able to hit them because you can just change face and surge. True that. Anyone else, you can zip about and they can't get you. Yeah. Indeed. It's the, 
the big demon things or a dragon is. No, you just gotta play better, Viv. No, 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 no. I reckon I'd <laughs> really struggle. Don't against, give me Especially the, um, multi, multiple flying demons. archers. Just, oh, yeah, I reckon some shooting would definitely help there. Or a couple of lightning bolts. But anyway. Yeah. Alright, now with that out of the way, how about we get to the uh, lists? So, some example lists that each of us have written. I don't know if they're going to be similar or not. It'll be curious to see if it is. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first, why not? Go for it. Alright, this is my 2000 point undead list. So, I started with a horde of Skelly Archers, considered plus one to hit on them, but too many points. <laughs> Uh, then I move on to two troops of wraiths, one with the diadem of dragonkind. Diadem. Diadem, sorry. Yep. That's the one. Um, then I've got a regina- <laughs> regiment <laughs> of mummies uh-huh. with brew of courage. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just scrolling down on this oh, crappy you laptop. Oh, you're scrolling. <laughs> oh, I've I gone too far. Oh, we've ruined I've, it. I've, just no, gone all, I've gone all dark on this shit because I've been busy... Uh, Writing up a third list. <laughs> <laughs> I find after we've discussed the all the entries in depth, I want to it change makes, my list. Oh, it makes you want to think so much more about yeah. it, doesn't it? It's great. Love uh, it. Next unit after the mummies is a horde of werewolves. And I went Brew of Haste for that speed 10. Mm-hmm. Then I've got a regiment of soul reaver cavalry with uh, the caterpillar potion. Yep. Uh... Then I've got a regiment of Revenant Cavalry with Blade of Slashing because I had an extra five points. Mm. And then I've got a bit more shooting. So I went to Balefire Catapults and I was thinking of sitting these around about my skeleton archers somewhere um, just to pop some wounds off something, hopefully, Mm. if I can manage to hit. Uh, And then I went the Revenant King on the Undead Word. Yeah, he is a good choice. He's so legit. He was in my first list as well. Yeah, with with the wings, of course. Because you could seriously take like five of them. <laughs> uh, you need to unlock them. Yeah, I know, but you could. Yeah, you got to unlock them first. Well, the undead air force. Yeah. Like, wow. Shh, you're ruining I'd... my. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't take any items on this guy mainly because I didn't have points. Yeah, that's a good I, reason. I don't. I don't know whether giving him six defense, not six up defense, was worth. It points anyway. I don't know. I'd have to play it a couple of times and figure it out. Yeah. My other two characters, I've got an undead army standard bearer, which would be sitting behind my skellies and near my balefire catapults and mummies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had a necromancer on a horse, which was part of one of my flanking forces, which was the... Uh, I believe he was with the uh, one of the wraith units, the one without the breath weapon and the soul reaver cab. Mm-hmm. Just keeping, keeping the wraiths moving. Yeah. Whereas the other, the other race was surged by the Revenant. Is it the Revenant King or whatever his name is? Yeah, mm-hmm. on the Undead Worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's my list. Mm. Not bad. Nice. Pretty good. Balance. Hugh, have you finished? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, which one should I hit you with first? All right, I'm going to hit you with um, my generic balanced one first, which I don't want to discuss too much, but I'm just going to run through it. This yeah. is this is the list that I will be playing with in the next battle, uh, due in no small part to the fact that I have these models. Um, so this is sort of my Warhammer army taken into this this version, basically. This game. Um, it's a much better game. Okay. Uh, I have uh, my Skeleton Spearman Horde, my Zombie Trolls Horde, um, with the Brewer Strength. Mm-hmm. I have a Ghoul's Regiment, a Skeleton Archer's Regiment, a Revenant Cavalry Regiment, a Soul Reaver Cavalry Regiment with the Caterpillar. 
Mm-hmm. Two catapults. Um, a vampire lord with pretty wings. <laughs> a revenant king with uh, a mount and the extra armor. Yep. Uh, a lich king with heal and bane chant. Yep. And a necromancer with heal and bane chant. And well, they both have surge, of course. Yeah. So it's it's sort of a one of everything list. The yeah. only copy in the whole list is two catapults. Um, and there's not much point in talking too much about it because it's a bit boring. But it is fun to play and flexible. Nice and varied. Yeah. Very varied. Um. Yeah. It's got a bit of chaff, a bit of hard defense, a bit of shooting, a bit of everything really. Yeah. Um. The wrist I just wrote for <laughs> Lolzies is um. Quite simple. Yeah. I've got a zombie legion with a warbow because five points. Yeah. I had um, two skeleton archer regiments to chill at the back. <laughs> just just follow them. I think it's quite amusing having a legion of zombies and then just one dude in the middle with a bow. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Just they're like, oh, and then one guy's just like. Well, maybe that just yeah. reflects that they've all got missile weapons, but they're that shit. Yeah, the only one of them can potentially hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you got a skeleton archer regiment times two, which just chill in the back and get objectives theoretically. Mm-hmm. And then you have five revenant kings on worms, <laughs> uh, three of which fly. I thought rather than giving rather than giving them all fly, I'd save a bit of points and have a couple of crawlers uh-huh. and then three flyers. I think it'd be fun giving them all kinds of different mounts. Uh, I got a cursed pharaoh with a honey wings, mm-hmm. and then a horde of whites. So this one has. Five monsters and one guy that's basically a monster on foot. Um, you got a tiny bit of shooting. You got your massive legion anvil to walk up the middle, and you've got your impact with the whites. <laughs> I would so like those, to see that one. It sounds. It'd be fun. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got five kings. It is hero hammer. You got you got five kings that can go into things and eat things for breakfast. I think the whites is kind of key because even though. We were just talking about how maybe they're not worth their points. I think in this list, when you've got 30 surge, 36 surge, excuse me, zing, <laughs> 36 surge floating about, which is incredibly mobile surge. You can line them um, up. You can just sort of point them at something and go, charge, <laughs> and just launch them, you know, 18 inches across the board into something. Uh, um, that'd be great. And that's, oh, wow. that just appeals to me. I don't quite know a lot. how the hell. How do most people deal with that? Like, maybe a shooting heavy list would be okay, but wow. Against flyers? No, the mass character. Um, I don't know. Well, I felt like that was the most efficient. I mean, it's got six characters, and they all have. Um, five of them have uh, a nerve of 20, yeah. and the other one is sitting on 18 or something. Yeah, that's but they're either surging or being in combat, yeah, so you can yeah. shoot them off. Yeah, they're all pretty yeah, high but defense and super high nerve. They're very fast. Yeah. Three out of five of them, uh, sorry, four out of four out of six of them fly. Mm. The other ones are fast anyway. So turn two, you've got one turn to deal with them, really. Two turns if you go second. Would you be getting them into combat as fast as you could? Uh, yeah, I'd be combo charging a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, my zombies would be walking out the middle. My skellies would be taking in objectives and probably being ignored. And then um, I'd be surging the whites and the zombies, if necessary, into whatever the hell I saw fit. I mean, even the zombies, if, if let's say they've turned their units to face the threats of a million flying revenant kings swarming and circling them, and they've turned their units a bit, and then all of a sudden the zombies move up 20-odd inches. Mm. 
and hit something in the flank with 80 attacks. That's pretty nasty. Mm. Hmm. Yes. And a warbow, just in case. <laughs> warbow. <laughs> the dude who was in the wrong unit. <laughs> kind of wishing I'd given him a potion of strength, actually, because that would be pretty nice. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's that's the extre- the two extremes I've given you there, guys. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you can thank me later, listeners. You know, you've got a nice balance list, and you've got a ball to the wall insane list, which mm. could actually work pretty well, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Um, against most armies, I think you'll come across some that can just deal with flyers. Anything with breath or magic should be able to take it off fairly easily. Yeah, true. They're still defense five and nerve twenty, mm. so you still got to do a lot to them. Yeah. I just, right. I'm just imagining how it would play and then where things would be and the field would be fairly open, so you'd either have to be in... Because if you're in combat, then you're going to get countercharged, so you kind of mm-hmm. have to focus them otherwise. You'd focus, I reckon, like, say, three characters per unit and try to take, like, two units off in a turn, mm. and you'd move your whites up to... And you'd block with your zombies and your whites, um, and you'd sur- surge them to buggery mm. in turn one and get them really up in your opponent's face. I think it'd be harder to play than first thought, but it'd be interesting. I'd like to see it. Absolutely. It's just one of those funny ones on paper where, like, you probably wouldn't bother to build it. Although, in actual fact, modelling-wise, doing a bunch of Revenant Kings on Worms and different kinds of different undead, Mm. like, mythical creatures or whatever, like, some of which fly and some of which don't, could just look really freaking cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Mm. All right, Viv. Somebody make that army. Just just really quickly, how would that play objectively? Like, can that army fulfill objectives easily? Um, yeah, the dudes on worms don't oh, have yeah, individual. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Yep, so they can all claim, and then you've got your two skeleton hordes to claim the... Sorry, skeleton archers to claim the back ones, mm. which normally would be very fragile, but when you're dealing with all that flying mm. stuff in your face, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got um, the horde and the legion as well, just sort of packing out the middle. So, yeah, I think it takes objectives pretty mm. well, actually. Yeah. No, I like it. Nice and responsive. Hmm. Mm. All right. Show us what you've got, Viv. Okay, I'll go really quick. Um, basically, for drops, I've gone four units of ten skeletal archers. Um, my anvils are three units of twenty wraiths. My hammers are two units of reaver cav in regiments. And then supporting all this, I've got Margot the Baseless and two necromancers. However, before I start talking about like how my list works, I'm can mix and match a lot of things. I'm thinking about dropping a unit of wraiths and the skeleton archers to take a unit of it a horde of enslaved guardian archers with plus one to hit and three catapults Um, because I feel like that gives me a shooting base that is ridiculous people will have to come towards me especially with Morgoth the faceless shooting magic and then the three catapults and the guardian archers hang on run through your list again you've got four troops of archers yeah four three regiments of wraiths yeah two units of cav two necromancers and Morgoth the faceless and both the necromancers have surge eight and they're both on horses so essentially how the list plays is I try and out-deploy you with my skeletal archers. Um, basically, I don't really care where they go. They're just going to try and pip off wounds and shoot chaff. Um, then my army will probably false deploy. Like, I'll put a unit of wraiths or make it look like I'm picking one flank when really my intent is to go on the other flank. Um, or at least have a good strategy about where I want my soul reaver cav to go. But essentially... I'll use my casters as a railgun for my wraiths. Um, I will shoot a unit of wraiths into your face. I don't even really care if you kill it, because the next turn the Soul Reaver Cav will be staring at you, and I'm hoping that I have enough shooting and magic to deal with any chaff that kind of comes up to me. Um, Because the wraiths are so goddamn tough, and because they fly, 
and everything in my list that matters is defense six so it's pretty bloody tough and now that mm-hmm. i've learned that morgoth of baseless can make things regen that's just extra tough <laughs> like that's that's ridiculous and so are you on how many points is that that is 1940 so i've still got points for magic items i just don't know really what to take because i don't know what any of them do but i also kind of yeah, like you'd go potion of the caterpillar plus one speed regen yep. bob's your uncle Fanny's your aunt yep. done but I, yeah, I, I still good. like the idea of dropping the skeleton archers in a unit of wraiths for the enslaved guardians and the three so catapults. So all the archers? Yeah, yeah. So mm. I know I'd lose them all, but I know I probably wouldn't win that game. But I've also got the brute force appeal. If I put both those units of sorry of cav right next to each other, people are probably going to deploy a, on the other side of the map. I think you're going to have a hard time out because you've just lost four drops. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to out-deploy in that situation, but I have so much shooting that they almost have to come to me. Even with your four troops of archers, Viv, what if someone makes you deploy four units before they deploy one with the scrying no, I, I don't know magic equipment at all, so okay. So it's a D3 plus one drops. Yeah. Yeah. So you could be placing four units before they've put anything on the board if you get, if you pick the side. Yeah, yeah. Scrying gem's so good. I yeah. feel like that, uh, I haven't written that into any of my lists, and yet I keep feeling like if I went to a tournament for cow. Yeah, I'd be bringing along yep. that. It almost doesn't yeah. matter. I think well. against certain armies, it could be huge. Like mm. if I put my Soul Reaver Cav on the flank, I can reach pretty much anywhere depending on the terrain placement. Also, my anvils can fly; they can be where they need to be. Also, I have surge thirty-two or something. Only flying ten. Yeah, 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 but room. with the surge as well. Like so, you can only surge what one or two things. Yeah, no, I'd probably use all three on one, one unit. Mm. Yeah, and I'd just try and kind of hide around. But I feel like... The- I like the list. It's very, it's, um, it is, it's very, very vulnerable to shooting, I think. Oh, yeah, well, even with your defense six, yeah. there's certain things. For example, you play against dwarves with a few cannons and catapults, yeah. and they... Basically, or if you play against um, ogres with their ogre shooters, even just one, one unit of ogre Elves. shooters, if they take off... The Soul Reaver Cav, even one unit of Soul Reaver Cav, greatly limits your attacking offensive potential. If they take off both units, then I, I think yeah, at that point you're sort of up shit creek without so, a paddle. So do you reckon they'll, if, if they can, I've probably done something wrong. Because they're they not can that hard it. to take off, even with defense six. I was under you, the same impression of you that, that, that they were super hard to take off. I played Benson's Ogre Shooters, and he just like, just eliminated them in a turn yeah. with a single round of shooting. If, That's all you really need. If he has to focus fire, though, like, I don't think I'd give them a chance I'm to... I'm talking f- about one unit shooting Wait, them. One unit shooting them. So They're like the Ogre Enslaved sh- Guardian. If I gave them... Ogre shooters do like 8 to 10 wounds if in I, so, each shooting uh, phase. Yeah, okay. Against defense 6. Yeah, right. It's pretty messed up. If they do 8 <laughs> wounds, I'm probably going to lose that unit. <laughs> That's right. You also got to think about Elven Horde Archers. Beyond 4s with Banechan. Like piercing. Yeah. Mm. A dedicated yeah. gun line could give that army all kinds of trouble because it doesn't... Even though Defense 6 is awesome, it's, all its offensive power is tied into two units, which are just the most obvious targets in the army, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Well, the Wraiths aren't actually that bad at grinding things out. And, like, Morgoth the Faceless, especially giving them the extra um, crushing strength. Region. No, not even that. The crushing strength. So they're now crushing strength 2. Um, you know, you can do a little bit with that, and again, just... I think the race are great too, don't get me wrong, yeah. I think the race are really good, but um, 
they they have great defensive power. They have great maneuverability. Yeah. They have great versatility with the with the Soul Reaver Cav. Yeah. It's just that when you lose a Soul Reaver Cav, offensively, five hits a turn doesn't do much for you. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. And I would probably be in trouble. But again, like in our game that we played, Ben, um, it wasn't hard for me to just slap them on the flanks because I can deploy them so late. And mm. I can put them well, in a position where... Yeah, I, was a, I wasn't sure with that deployment. I felt it was too open... You're probably going to take that side. I'm just not going to put a whole lot there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and I can understand. And like, because we play with so much terrain, I feel like even if we had a heavy shooting, army, you need terrain. This this game needs terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Seven seven to eight bits so of terrain. I have stuff to hide behind. I I don't feel like yeah. I, with the exception of those ridiculously powerful ogre shooters, I feel pretty. Caterpillar. Safe. No. No, it, it, all it takes is two cannon hits, and the, uh, one of those units is gone. Mm. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't even know what two, two or three catapult hits. It's it's sort of similar to a catapult. They're kind of like D6 plus whatever damage with crushing strength two or three. Yeah. So, three? Is that about right? Three yeah. crushing strength? Or is it four on a cannon? Um, I'll just double check. So we're going Might even be the four. dwarf one. Piercing, that is. Uh, the iron belcher cannon has piercing four. Okay. D6 so plus 3 if you've got a D6 plus 3, 2 plus to wound. So on the alternative side, that is probably going to delete most things. So, 110 points. Like, yeah, it is. It absolutely but is. The thing so that's is, why you need um, yeah, uh, if more than... The piercing 4 doesn't wounds. matter if you've got defense 3 or 4 dudes. that You're just yeah. wasting the piercing. I don't exactly. Think, like, when, you, when you've got a horde of zombies, yeah. piercing 4, you're like, okay, so you do 6 wounds to me. I've nerfed 28. I don't care. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they're not going to be shooting the zombies. Um... And when it comes down no, to it, like, right. having the regen and the heal 6 on Morgoth is pretty good as well. So if you don't kill the Soul Reaver mm. Cav, there's a good chance they're going to be in your face and rather, relatively healthy. This is true. Mm. You can't surge them, of course. You can no, surge I, the race, I like that, still. though. I like the fact that they can reliably go up the flanks without babysitting. The wraiths need enough of that. Um, I feel. I feel like take my dwarfs next time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. I feel like that's a rock, paper, scissors army. It's really cool. I like the army a lot, don't get me wrong. Very, um, very tough uh, Very punchy. Very, yeah. yeah, very tough well, All the defense six looks so awesome yeah. until you come up against a bunch well, of piercing shooters. That's not actually why I picked it. I picked it because I'm really new at the game and I just want to master hammer and anvil. So I picked very good hammers and very good anvils. And I just kind of want to mm-hmm. get the nitty gritty down before I start. You know, going for ridiculous combos and stuff like that. Alright, with that out of the way, I'll give you my list. This is one that I've written up that I've gone for more of a theme. So I was thinking of having a a Lich King with his lackeys raising a lot of the dead and surging forward. Um, So I've got three regiments of skeleton spearmen, because I like the phalanx and I think that would look cool. Um, I've got two troops of archers they're there to pip off wounds and objectives if I can. Um, the Lich King also has his elite guard, the Revenants. Um, no items on them. Um, and Wraiths with the Flying Hammer, because I like the Sorry, idea. what size are the uh, Revenants, Ben? Regiment. Regiment. Yep. Um, and then comes the wave of zombies. I've got a Legion with the... Have a guess. <laughs> the you bomb. The yeah, crystal pendant <laughs> of retribution. Um, two hordes of zombie trolls, so that's a good solid core there. Um, and some long distance shooting with two balefire catapults. Uh, the Lich King, he's on a horse, so he can see over the heads of the zombies, 
Banechant 3 and Heal, um, and the two Necromancers, they both have Heal and one has Banechant. So a fairly slow-moving wall of bodies with a couple of pow pows from the top and a big bomb in the center. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Probably I won't like do it. great, but I think it would look good on the table. I don't think it's crap because it's got a lot of drops um, and a lot of stuff to get through. It's cool. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's almost the reverse of Viv's army because it doesn't have a lot of offensive power, mm. but it, defensively you can just take wounds for days. Mm. And 15 drops is pretty good too. 15 yeah. drops is awesome. Yeah. Average is like 10 to 12 per army. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is pretty sweet. If you can position the zombie trolls, them being your hardest hitters, in such a way that I think the you zombies can do are damage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The zombies. I mean, yeah, God. but they have yeah, the trolls have the highest crushing strength. Um, I've got Bane Chant to help out where need be, um, and Balefire Catapults to pick off anything big that I can see. Yeah, I actually had another list here, which I won't go through now, but it's like, <laughs> just revolves around legions of zombies, one of which had the crystal pendant as well, uh-huh. and then just like a million balefire catapults. <laughs> 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 Could actually be pretty rude. Yeah, you're not going to win objective games. It's not pretty fun to play against, though. <laughs> or yeah. with, I don't think. Yep. Yeah. All right, so cool I think list. that... Uh, um, what am I trying to say? Wraps, it wraps up. up. There we go. Thank you very much. That wraps up our undead breakdown. Uh, final thoughts. I think the army is quite varied. Um, yeah. Well, those lists definitely prove that. I feel like. Yeah. Every, everyone's list was different. Missing standalone monsters, but. I feel like the real beauty of the undead list is actually what it can steal from other things to complement its playstyle and kind of cover its weaknesses. Um, but until I play a lot more. I'm not really going to identify. There's a fair few armies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot but, of stuff to go you, through. We could talk about forever mm. what would fit. Mm. And, yeah, so. and like we said, although a lot of things look very similar, it's the subtleties that make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hmm. That'll... Well, before we go, yeah. can I plug my podcast or what? Yes. So Hugh is from a Malifaux podcast. What's it called? The Red Jokers. Indeed. So you can... You can check out Red Jokers on iTunes or um, whatever other, you know, podcast app you download things with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Malifaux, you get stuck into us. If you don't particularly dig Malifaux, but you enjoy a bit of banter and tomfoolery and maybe, you you know, in particularly if you're an ex-Warhammer player or something, you're in flux between games, you want to complement your Kings of War with a bit of a fun skirmish game mm-hmm. on the side. Malifaux is the thing for you, because yes. that game is the shit. Having just gotten into it recently and painting up a crew, it is quite enjoyable to play, yes. Indeed, indeed. Although sometimes I clench my ass so hard playing against you, Ben, that like <laughs> what? You know, create, I'm creating diamonds left and right, <laughs> because it's such, a, it's such an intense game, man, you know? Like, it's just so tense. I finally, I've picked my master. Guess who it is? Yes. Uh, I don't know, dude with rats? No. Um... um yeah, he's the most vampiric. McMorning. No, no, no. I'm going Lei Sheng, Lei Shao, or whatever. The Resurrectionist Ten Ton, uh, Ten Thunders guy. Thunders. Just because he oh, has yeah. shadow magic. He can teleport into shit and move stuff around. <laughs> it's so <laughs> cool. He's a very, tr- very tricky master to learn. No, I don't no, care. Good I luck with that him. One. <laughs> but yes, it's a awesome. um, very good podcast. I think you're a very good host, Hugh. Oh, thanks, Hugh. Yeah. I appreciate that, Thank man. You keep everything Sorry, on track. You can suck him off later. Moving. You will be pleased to learn we have slightly better sound quality as well. Yes. Oh, I don't know about that last episode. 
Sounds like good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Well made. Yes. Uh, that was pretty shit house. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, if you need anything, Malifaux, just give the Red Jokers a listen. Um, do you have a podcast to uh, plug with? No. All right. Uh, yeah, actually, um, Nature yep. Scientific Journal has an amazing podcast. You know, if you want to learn something, Google that. What's it about? Uh, Scientific journals. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds good what I listen to all the time when I'm playing games. Um, all right. All right. Well, next time, next time you're reading your Kings of War rulebook, don't forget to replace the word vampire with Vivian, and you'll have a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy your Kings of War games. Yeah, it probably means a bit more if you know a Vivian, but it's still fun. Um, thanks, guys, for coming on. Thanks, Spoon, for also being there. <laughs> um, and if that's all there is, I'll we'll see you next time. Bye. Play Malfo. <laughs>